What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Nonsensical Nonsense. That is really bright in my face hole. There we go. That's better. Oh, there it is. There's that sweet sound to start the show. Welcome to Nonsensical Nonsense, everybody. Hopefully you had a good weekend. Happy Monday. If you're not already, go ahead and check out our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Don't forget to check us out live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday on YouTube at 7 p.m. You can come hang out in the chatters box and shoot the shit with us. And if you can't join us live, or if you just want to catch up on all the episodes, go ahead and check us out on all the podcasts and platforms, all at Nonsense Will Nonsense Podcast. Go ahead and give us a follow, give us a like, give us a listen, and give us a share if you'd be so kind. It'd be greatly appreciated. And don't forget to head on over to liquidiv.com for all your hydration needs, whether you're going out to the music festivals or spending a lot of time outside, it's hot. Or if you're just working out on a regular basis and you want to stay properly hydrated, liquidiv.com. Use our promo code words are hard and get 20% off of your entire order. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It is Monday and oof, did it feel like a Monday. That first day back to work. After vacation is always the hardest. <laughs> trying to trying to get back into um, that work routine after a week off of sleeping in, staying up later than you probably should. But not really. For me, in my case, because I stay up late in general as it is. But just that whole work routine. Got to get back into it. And it definitely felt like a Monday today. Thankfully, it was... It was quiet for me at work. But the Mondays keep on rolling. I love being blindsided by co-hosts that I won't they're not gonna be here right when the show's supposed to start. <laughs> so this should be interesting, then needless to say. Uh before we get too far into it, I'd like to on a personal note wish the future misses a happy anniversary. We are celebrating our anniversary today. She, I came home and she had made a very nice pasta dinner and a little little appetizer, little snack bites, bread and brie and stuff. So it was a nice, nice little pleasant surprise and very, very tasty if I do say so myself because I'm a fat ass and there's one thing that fat asses like to do and that's eat. So, <laughs> I got me belly all full before the show. Ugh. Don't even know where to start this bullshit, but. I ask you guys, if, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming most of you have um, heard about the, uh, the lady who uh, freaked out on the plane a few days back. Or I guess it went viral a few days back. Screaming that another passenger wasn't real. <laughs> and he was a reptilian. This is right up Tony and Jeff's world. This conspiracy theory, Illuminati, alien bullshit. 
You know, I used to think it was just me, but I, I'm, I'm 100% positive at this point that the world is just, people are getting dumber by the second. Um, <laughs> I was reading this article earlier today. Um, social media believes lady who freaked out over imaginary airline passenger. <laughs> I mean, people are getting behind her. They're they're believing her. They they're believing that that uh, what she's saying is 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 true. But uh, <laughs> so one person um, one person was quoted by saying it was like the scene from one of those Final Destination movies. But luckily, the plane arrived safely at its destination after a scary incident was caught on camera. For those of you who don't know, by now. Uh, pretty much everyone has seen this footage. I'm a little late to the game. I'm not going to lie. I heard about the story. Um, I just didn't really care that much about it. Um, but today I was just kind of thumbing through social media and it was fucking everywhere. So I was like, let me, let me, let me check this out. See what the hell's going on here. Um, but, uh, the video shows a, a woman freaking out on an American Airlines flight screaming about a passenger, um, who's not real if you will, um, and that, and was demanding to be let off the plane, basically. A lot of people are speculating and saying she was just drunk and crazy, and she does look like one of those mean girl types and Karens, I guess you could say, to a certain degree, just by her appearance, but she was definitely, um, she was definitely worked up and upset, whether she was drunk or not, I don't know, I wasn't there. But um, you know, all the speculations are out there. Drugs, alcohol, a mental fucking breakdown, which everybody seems to be having these goddamn days. But believe it or not, like I said, a lot of people are coming to her, 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 um, her defense on like TikTok and shit. So basically, uh, the sudden and bizarre meltdown happened shortly after boarding an American airline flight uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth International. Uh, as the flight was about to depart, she gets up from her seats and begins to scream down the aisle, I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off. There's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. Um, and she continues as she's storming down the aisle like a goddamn stormtrooper. But I'm telling you right now that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real, she said. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this, 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 this has blown up on TikTok. I, it's, 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 it's a complete viral. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it a sensation or what you want to call it, but it is just everywhere um it's been stitched shared duetted um and and a lot of people are taking you know a lot of people are jumping in the comments and and, and adding their two cents um and, and and like i said a lot of people are sticking up for her one comment commenter said uh, you can tell in her voice that she's scared to death and wants to get away from whatever it is Another said uh, she felt some kind of evil force coming from that person. She saw 
nothing. She felt it. True story. Basically saying she didn't necessarily see it. See him turn into a reptile. I don't know. It reminds me of that movie. And I'm going to date myself here because it's actually one of my favorite movies. And I'm not a big sci-fi guy. So, um, but the Roddy Piper, the Hot Rod Roddy Roddy Piper, classic day live. <laughs> and basically, it was just like a bunch of aliens or whatever. And he had a special pair of sunglasses. And when he put them on, he could see their real identity. Maybe this was the case here with this lady. I don't know. <laughs> you know? But um, aside from the comments, people are sharing concern for the lady's well-being, saying someone find this woman and make sure she's safe. Others pointed out that she was willing to just get off a flight without her stuff. She was definitely scared of something, that she was willing to leave all of her belongings. Well, let's be honest. You know the airline. They'll make sure she gets her belongings. It just might take a couple months, a few months, whatever. I don't know. I've never flown, so I don't know what it's like to deal with lost luggage. I may never know what it's like to deal with lost luggage because if I don't ever have to fly, I'm never going to fly. <laughs> if I can drive to my destination, that'll be my... Or take a train. Yes, I know you guys are going to say, but Chris, it's not, it's, it's not 1884, 1886 or, or whatever. You don't have to take a train cross country. I know. But I think it would be cool to do. I think that'd be a fun little, uh, I don't even know if you can take a train cross country. I really don't know how it works. But I think that'd be a cool trip to ride a train cross country. As opposed to flying, yeah, it's going to take me longer. I don't know how much more it's going to cost me, but I think it would be cool. But I digress. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's I'm sure she'll 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 get her stuff back. Although, um, it's not although it's not 100% sure who or what she was talking about some videos talk about an african american man others claim it's a man in a black hoodie it was reported that once she was off the plane the flight was delayed 3 or 4 hours and the airline crew had was swapped out it's also been reported that she did not get arrested and got back through security after she deplaned so she got off the plane doesn't sound like there was a major incident other than her her, her freak out or her temp, temper tantrum. <laughs> Carrot Top was on was on this flight. We all know who Carrot Top is, right? The comedian, the prop comedian, whatever. And he shared his story uh, on Instagram. I literally thought at first it was a flight attendant yelling at a passenger and looked up and she was for real losing her mind. I applaud everyone that was on the flight with me that night. Everyone kept calm and let the professionals do what they do. Hats off to everyone. And he tagged American Airlines. So, um, and then you got, you know, then you had comments left uh, at the airline. Like, uh, I, I don't know, she seemed pretty sure she saw what she saw. One person rebuttaled. Another followed, thought maybe she was having a mental crisis, was, you know, basically, basically everybody's kind of filing in under the same thing. Um, about you know, whatever, whatever caused her to freak out. But I guess they did find out pretty relatively quick. 
Um, let's see here. <laughs> she was concerned about the green man, an alien-like creature. Reptilian. Um, I don't think they've actually identified the, the, the guy yet, but I mean, there was, I did see a video and I, I don't know if it's, if it's the real guy or if it was just a guy pretending to be him talking about the incident and, and said that he was on the flight and he was one sitting beside her. And the conversation started because he had a Mason shirt, a Freemason shirt on and some Freemason jewelry. She started asking a bunch of questions and then was accusing him of being like Illuminati. So then he thought he was just having fun and playing a joke and running along with it. And then she freaked out. I don't know if it's really true or not. Again, I don't think we will ever actually know for sure what caused this fucking woman to lose her goddamn mind. Oh, excuse me. But I will definitely be uh, I, I'm 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 following it. It's it's in it's in my it's in my uh, in my wormhole now, <laughs> so to say. Or it is a wormhole that I'm in. I, I'm curious to see what more comes out about it because Hell, why not? It's social media. It's another freak out. And the airlines as of late in the last few years are no strangers to to uh, passengers freaking out for no reason. I mean, uh, a few months back, there was the guy who freaked out on the plane and was trying to open the exit door. Uh, that was like a complete fucking mental breakdown. Um in so many other cases, you know, the mass situation, people freaking out on, you know, when, when COVID was going on, and, you know, again, I don't fly, I don't fly, I don't understand the stresses, I don't understand the, the bullshit that you go through, getting boarded, getting on the plane, the, uh, you know, the layovers or any of that stress, it just could a lot be maybe just stress related, I don't know, anybody who's flown, you want to um, chime in and and let me know because um, I, I don't know. I can't imagine it would be that bad. But I have heard some horror stories about airlines or or, or flying. Or, I cooked dinner, we ate, and I cleaned it up. Imagine oh. that. Well, look at you, rock star. We need to teach the kids. <laughs> Good luck. You by yourself tonight? Yep. Okay. I'm lunch dinner. Undercover, underage. <sighs> so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, have fun. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Sorry for the interruption. As I was saying to begin the show, she uh, made anniversary dinner for us today. It was awesome. I don't know what you want to call it, like steak and pasta and stuff. <laughs> it was good. 
But, um, you know, I've heard horror stories about, like, the airports, especially the big ones, like Denver and, and Tampa and obviously New York and Los Angeles. Columbus is kind of a, a clusterfuck. Um, but I've never personally dealt with the, the hustle and bustle of, of, of the airlines. So I don't know what it's like. I know what it's like to try to get around them because I picked several people up from airports and, 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 and whatnot. So I know how much of a pain in the ass it is to try to fucking navigate around a goddamn airport. But again, like I said, this um, Illuminati, aliens, reptilians, all that bullshit, that's, that's more Jeff and Tony territory. Now, I know Tony, he would skirt around it like that. Like the men in black are really listening to us, and if he says too much, they're gonna come and get him. <laughs> and Jeff would just spout off a bunch of incoherent nonsense. <laughs> but but that's neither here nor there. Um. When I was, uh, oh God, when I was kind of bouncing around looking at news articles today, I came across a new one. I guess there's a new trend at concerts and I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a little bit older. Maybe it's just, I've never really gotten into like, I've seen it, you know, back in the day and and, and back when I was working like security and stuff like that, and I would bounce or, you know, bounce or secure security at like concerts and stuff. You didn't see women throw panties up on stage or bras up on stage. But <laughs> what the hell is going on with fans these days? Like, for real. Um, I've seen this article. From flinging brawls to tossing flowers, concert growers have long been extra in showing uh, adoration for their beloved artists. But a recent spat of artists being hit by weightier project- or projectiles raises concerns about extreme fan culture and security. Uh, just recently... Uh, Kelsey Ballerini, Ballerini, I think that's how you say her name. I could be wrong. What up, motherfucker? Um, was somebody threw something up and hit her in the head uh, Wednesday evening at a Boise concert? Uh, in a moment, caught on video, uh, Kelsa, Kelsey was uh, playing her guitar on stage when a, oh, a bracelet hit her in the face, and she takes a step back. Kelsey clearly caught off guard, takes a moment before a brief intermission is called. Um, she came back later, said, I'm fine on Instagram. Someone threw a bracelet, hit her in the eye, uh, and it more scared her than anything else. Didn't really hurt her. Um, one of the fan or one of the uh, concert goers who was there, um, Ashley Highfield, she said that uh, Kelsey looked visibly upset, obviously. I mean, <laughs> I think anybody's going to be upset if they're doing their thing and get blindsided and hit in the face by anything. Um, and she went on to say that it's become a normal occurrence. Uh, fans throwing heavy or you know larger items up on stage at the concerts, um, stuff like that. She said could be very dangerous. Obviously, it, it, I mean, it, if you want to, you know, it's a different. It's, it's it's kind of a different story. Like if you, um, 
you're sitting close enough and the artist sees you and you get their attention and you're like, hey, and then they're ready for it. But I've seen in videos where people are like whipping fucking beer cans up, full beer cans and, and, and shit like that. Um, the, uh, the same day uh, uh, the, the Kelsey Ballerini stuff happened, uh, rapper Sexy Red don't know who that is. Maybe I'm just too old. Maybe I'm just too white. I have no idea, but I don't know who that person is. Um, cut short her own show uh, when fans refused to stop throwing water bottles at the stage. They might have been throwing water bottles at you because you sucked. Again, I don't know who you are. I, I don't want to shit on your music or your 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 craft. We'll call it craft. <laughs> I don't know what it was music or not, but um, Maybe you were just bad. Either way, not a good idea to throw shit on stage at uh, at, at uh, musicians. Um, I mean, even now with with recent issues, like with the what happened what was it with uh, last year at the um, with the stamp, you know, the crowd that that just fucking just rushed the stage and crushed everybody. Uh, a lot of institutions now, they have no mosh pits or no crowd surfing. Um, now, you know, they might have to put up signs and say, no throwing shit on stage. Um, I mean, we've seen these, we've seen the videos a million times of, um, you know, like rap musicians and country musicians just completely pulling their pulling the e-brake on their show because something's going on in their line of sight in the crowd or some jackass is in the crowd acting a certain type of way and they just completely pull the fucking e-brake and and stop the show until the issue is taken care of or the person's taken out of the arena so that they can um, keep on going Um, you know, people don't know how, how to act. Like people ain't got no fucking sense in their head. Um, anymore. And, and I think it, it all comes down to as we've talked before on this show, there's no fear of con- there's no fear of consequences. You can't you know, nobody can be held accountable anymore because the moment you hold somebody accountable, people want to fucking uh, take to social media and, and and this that and the other thing and, and, and stick up for an asshole. Like for instance, um, What was it? Well, what's going on, Mandy? Uh, what was it a couple years back? Um, it was like like 200 fucking unsupervised teenagers just completely destroyed a mini golf uh, center down in uh, down in Tennessee. I think it was a few years back. Um, like a bunch of wild animals in there, man. 
just just smashing shit up and and, and then you know their parents want to come out and, oh my kid would never uh video proof of your kid acting like a fucking unhinged rabid animal you know <laughs> No fucking fear of consequences. Not to mention the fact that most people can hide behind their keyboards and uh, and stay safe and sound in their uh, in their mommy and daddy's basement. <laughs> but I don't know. I digress. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. Just enjoy the fucking ride, I guess. Um, <laughs> on a lighter note, um, uh, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, I know, you know, I know, uh, you know, a lot of people, um, remember what it was like when I lived in Charleston and I know that I, I have some friends down in Florida and, and they're getting aggravated and annoyed with, with, with everybody moving and frustrated and, we have a lot of refugees from California. Let's just call it. Let's just call a spade a spade. And they're refugees from California because they're fleeing California because California is a fucking shithole. Uh, but in uh, Reno, somebody wanted a um, a license plate that was revoked to. <laughs> Uh, kind of take a shot at Californians who are moving to, to Nevada. But the license plate read "Go G-O-B-K-2-C-A, go back to Cali, or go back to California. Uh, it was recalled by the State Department of Motor Vehicles uh, after it received a complaint. Of course, somebody got their billbads hurt over a fucking license plate. Uh, uh, yes, Amanda, right? Uh, as a daughter of two teachers, as well as a former teacher, that my child would never, parents are the biggest assholes. I, I'm not even a teacher or anything, and I can't, plus the teenagers are, are, are the worst about, oh yeah, they, I, I can't stand that, that, you know, and that's the other problem. Outside of no fear of consequences, nobody will um, take accountability for either their own actions or their children's actions. Like, if my kids fuck up, all right, I'm all over their shit. Now, if they didn't do anything, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick up for them. Now, but if they, if they legit fucked up, I'm all over their shit. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I'll be a goddamn warden if I have to at the end of the day. Um, but that shit just, that, God, that shit is, my child would never get the fuck out of here. Are you serious right now? Because those kids are usually, like you said, they're the, well, you, yeah, they're the biggest assholes in the school. Because there's no fucking discipline at home. There's no fucking discipline. There's, there's no, there's no control. 
There's no accountability. There's no consequences for your actions. There's no nothing. These kids are just wild fucking animals. And then they become adults and they still have that wild animal mentality. And I've already said it before and I stand true to it and I'll stand true to it to this day. If a wild animal gets out and gets loose and it bites you, you do one of two things. You lock it in a cage or you put it down. Same thing applies to humans. If you want to act like a wild animal, lock them in a cage or put them down, depending upon the severity of their crime or whatever, whatever it is that they do. And I'll and I'll die on that hill. And I know I won't die on that hill of would you put a group of teenagers in a pack? Yeah, they that, that pack mentality that teenagers have is fucking insane. It's ruthless. They don't give a fuck, man. They they don't. And California is really going to hell because they don't charge bail or charge bail unless you have done multiple violent crimes. They're not even arresting people anymore. You can walk into a store and I think you can steal up to I think it's something like two grand or some shit. They're not even fucking arresting people anymore. And in New York, they're paying criminals. Hey, if you guys don't commit a crime, we'll pay you. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? And you'll wonder why law-abiding, hard-working Americans are carrying guns these days. Because, unfortunately, our police have their hands tied and they're coming up with goofy-ass laws to protect criminals and nobody wants to be a victim. It's insane to me these days. Um, and, and New York is just becoming, you know, from what I hear um, from different people and, and, and people that I know up there, New York is just, the crime is out of control up there. There is no rhyme or reason for anything. It's just total anarchy. Um in New York right now. It's 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 on the verge of some like Mad Max type shit. Um what was it just about a week or so back there was some dude that was just driving around on a moped shooting people. There's a video of an eighty seven year old man that he shot in the back just bleeding out on the fucking streets. It's insane. Again, again, I say, why do you carry a gun, Glick? Because, A, I don't want to be a victim. B, I don't want to be another statistic. <laughs> I have carried or owned a gun for a very long time, and I've never had to pull it, thankfully. Thankfully. Again, as I've said a million times, I would rather have it and never have to use it than not have it and need it <laughs> at the end of the day. But I digress. Don't get me started on the fucking crime and the goofy shit, all the ridiculousness that's going on in some of these states. But um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah so apparently in, uh, in Nevada, 
You can't have your funny license plate because you hurt somebody's feelings and you can't tell them to go back to California. But I totally understand, you know, living in one of these places that everybody was moving to. It gets crowded, man. It gets overpopulated. Then then rent goes up and, and, and the housing market, you know, it gets to the point where you can't afford a house unless you make fucking six figures a year. And that's like a regular ass fucking two-bedroom little-ass ranch house. You can't afford it, man. It's too fucking expensive. It's happening here in Ohio because they're building, you know, we've already got, like, the Lemon and Victoria's Secrets. They're, they're, they, they started here, so the headquarters has been here for years. Um, but now you got, you know, Abercrombie has their headquarters here, Google and Facebook. Um, they're just, they're, they're in the process of building this multi-billion dollar um facility for intel and it's right on the outskirts of where my kids go to school the town where my kids go to school and 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 they got houses in there that are that are 70 years old damn near and they're just like 1200 1200 square foot slab ranches they just sit on a slab they're not they're smaller than my 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 condo that i have right now and they're wanting two, three hundred thousand dollars for them. And I'm like, bitch, you've been. I buy ten of these motherfuckers, and I still wouldn't pay three hundred thousand dollars for them. <laughs> Out your mind, but it's everything that's going on around it. The, the people are moving there because they don't want to be in the city anymore. They want to be close to you know where they work, and it's you know they the, the average person can't survive there you know you've got people who three generations deep in this town that are starting to get pushed out they can't survive it they can't live there man not to mention the schools are stupid crowded stupid um you know they just they just built a brand new elementary school a few years back and they've already outgrown it a damn high school they just built i don't know what two years ago year or two three maybe three years ago at max something like that they're gonna be outgrowing that bitch soon too So I totally understand why people are like, go the fuck away. <laughs> Y'all made California the way it is. Stay there and suck it up, buttercup. If you want to change it, then you know how to change it. Stop being so fucking soft. Fuck <laughs> Oopsies, we already did that. <laughs> Don't come fuck up our state with your goofy ass opinions and views. This is where I get canceled. <laughs> Cancel, Glick, he hurt our feel bads. Fuck your feel bads, you pussy. That's all I got to say about that. Nobody cares about your feelings. You want somebody to care about your feelings? Go on a fucking camping trip with all the other hippies and sing Kumbaya together. <laughs> so, I don't know. 
Again, I repeat, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Fucking the deserts are kicking up dust clouds. Florida's getting dusty. The New York's getting smoky. Now they got. Now they got. Um, um, clouds of bugs. I guess the, a locust plague is going on in New York. I don't know what the hell. It's the end of times. <laughs> All hell is breaking loose. Don't know what's going on in this crazy world, man. I really don't, guys. I'm just a simple bearded goofball who drinks beer and does a talk show three times a week. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Well, Saturday night was, um, speaking of shows, Saturday night was an interesting one. We wound up going two hours over. Jeez Louise. Did not plan on that half. Excuse me. Did not plan on that happening. That's for damn sure. But it happened nonetheless. (laughs) Now I have to figure out how to get that fucking show posted because... As I said, we uh, we changed. Uh, we used to use Anchor for podcasters, which is a Spotify-owned uh, podcast distribution type type thing. Um, and we just re- I well, I just recently switched the podcast over to ZenCaster. Uh, I think it's going to provide some more opportunities for us and 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 whatnot. We're still on all the same platforms, Spotify and. Uh, Apple and Google and Good Pods and basically anywhere you listen to podcasts at, I think we're there. Um, but um, they help with they they help with promotion and and uh, you know not only do they distribute the show, they push the show a little bit um, and they help they help us grow and, uh, and and monetize to a certain degree. So I'm, I'm excited about that change and seeing how how that affects us but um i don't know how their uh uploading process works um i haven't done that yet i know like on anchor could only be so many uh the file could be so could only be so big so i used to have to split it in half and then I could upload two two files for one episode if we if it was too long of a show. I don't know if I could do that on on this new platform Zencaster or not. But I guess I'll find out Friday night when I when I go to upload this week's shows. Um, so another uh, uh, yet another learning experience for me. Uh, this this entire podcast is has been a bit of a learning experience for me. I've, I've learned how to, um, behind the scene wise, I've learned how to edit and chop and add and fix audio and this, that, and the other things, all things I never knew how to do. And thank God for simple fucking apps. That's all I got to say. Thank fucking God for simple ass apps for simple minded people like myself that are really kind of idiot proof <laughs> because even then i still struggle i ain't gonna lie to y'all i still struggle from time to time when i was first doing it now 
and now I kind of know what I'm doing, so you know I don't struggle as much. But there's still a few times where I find myself going, hmm, "What the fuck am I supposed to be doing here?" <laughs> you know. But so again, just another learning experience, and uh, you know, I, I didn't go to some big fancy broadcasting school. I'm just an asshole with a laptop and the internet. <laughs> so. But um, it has been it has been kind of a um, a really cool learning experience to say the least. You know, learning how to do the ins and outs of. I'm still not the greatest, but I I try like the promotional side and pushing the show and promoting the show and telling people about the show and stuff like that. I still I'm still learning, but nonetheless, I do all right. I do all right, ladies and gentlemen. I do all right. This is kind of that bleh part of the year because all there is sports-wise is, is baseball. I want to talk about football, but there's really not much to talk about football uh, outside of hopefully everybody's gearing up for your fantasy leagues. I know that's going to be right around the corner. Um, I've got to get my shit together with my leagues. I have two. I'm going to try to only have one this year um, that I run. I'll be in a few, but I'm only going to try to run one. <laughs> I might try to combine the two into one. I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but nonetheless, I digress. Chatter's box. Hey, what's going on with you guys tonight? What's going on in your guys' world? Don't be shy. If you're, if you're watching, go ahead and hit them uh, hit them keys in front of you. Feel free to chime in. I'll see it pop up. Right, every time, man. We can we can interact. What's going on with you guys? Um, you know, we keep teasing doing a we keep teasing doing a uh, a Q and A show, and I think I think. Sunday, either Friday or Sunday, maybe Saturday afternoon. I haven't decided yet. I got to figure out what's going on this weekend. But either Friday or Saturday or Sunday, I think I'm going to do fourth episode of the Brick Show. And it'll be right here on this on this channel. So if you guys are watching it, um, be a lot like this. Only difference is that I won't be blindsided by the fact that I'm by myself and I'll be able to prepare a little bit. But I think I would like to uh, open up the chatters, chatters box and uh, um, do a little q and I know we've we've kind of flirted around with the idea on this show. We just haven't done it yet um, because I'd like to uh, be able to plan it out and kind of promote it and push it. Um, where you guys can just kind of shoot questions at us in the chatters box and get to know us a little bit better. Again, I'd have to have the full show here, but, <laughs> but, um, and then I know, uh, good old triple R random Rick reviews over there on YouTube. He had brought up wanting to do a, a show interview where they interview us on the, uh, on the show, which I think, I still think it's going to be a really good idea. Um, 
we got random Rick and one other person involved and let them kind of put us in the hot seats, so to say. Um, coming up in the end of this month, kind of running through some ideas here and things that are going to be going on. Uh, on the 28th, I will be joining the Q4U podcast on, I think they're on YouTube. I'll get all the information for sure. Uh, it'll be 8.30 my time, but on the 28th of July, that's a, I'll be joining the Q4U podcast as a, as a guest on their show. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, and then and then it looks like We'll have a guest coming up on the 22nd. And then I just got a notification for another one. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if he wants me to uh, go on his show or if he wants to come on our show. Um, a lot of big things going on. Like not, not like big, big things, but a lot of things are starting to happen. Uh, StreamYard has a new platform called Collab, so I, I want to start working with a lot of other podcasters and and um, you know, kind of helping each other grow and, and build a little community. I do have a my guy Dizzy's going to be coming up. Uh, I got to actually reach out to him and see when's a good date for him. Uh, sometime this month, he 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 hosts Lazy Ass Podcast on Instagram. Um, then you can also catch him Monday through Friday on. Uh, one or two five the bones. If you got like tune in or or whatnot, just just look up one or two five the bones. They're down in Tampa. He's on there. Um, he'll be joining us. That'll be cool. And then I got to get with my guys at Scumbag Lounge. You can check them out, Scumbag Lounge, on Instagram and Spotify and all that jazz. As we had talked about doing something together, so. All kinds of shit coming up, man. <laughs> I'm a busy fucking bee behind the scenes, just so y'all know. I'll be doing a lot. I'm going to pull the curtain back for you guys, you know, a little bit on this episode because, you know, I can. But, you know, I, I'm, I there's, a, there's a lot going on. There's, there's a, a lot of stuff that I'm working on. I think it'll be fun. I think it's going to be really cool to see a lot of new faces, making a lot of new friends. Um introducing our audience to a lot of new podcasts that they may not have heard of and vice versa. Hopefully uh, us getting in the ears of, of people who've never heard of us. Obviously that's the name of the game. A lot of people talk about it, but I ain't never really been one to talk about things. I've always been a doer. You know, you can talk about it or you can be about it. I've always been about it. There's only so much talking that people can do. And that's all that's been really going on is talk, 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 talk. Meanwhile, I'm in the background 
do it. <laughs> because some people want to talk about it, but then when you bring it up and you want to try to build it, then they get they get scared or or whatever. You know, they, they, they're all talk. They're all bark, no bite. So when you got somebody who who's willing to take that step and move into that direction, they kind of pull back and they kind of pull back a little bit timid once you put them on the spot like that. Uh, I mean, I mean, they got all the answers in the world. They, get, they have all the answers in the world. And they know everything, but they ain't doing anything. So I'm looking for some like, like-minded individuals who want to, you know, create connections and, 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 and help each other actually grow and not be worried about stepping all over each other's fucking feet. You know, one thing I learned early on when I started doing this podcast, when I started this podcast, when I came up with the idea of this podcast, um, when Je- well, I should say when Jeff and I first started this podcast, but when I came up with the initial idea, then I started creating platforms and promoting it and building it up. I noticed that the podcast community, there's a lot of people that will actually back you and support you. Um, to a certain degree. <laughs> Once you start doing a little bit better than them, then they want to start pulling back, even though, but they, at the same time, they still want that same level of support from you. And it's like, mm, it used to be about that life. But now I'll support you as long as you support me. Now you ease up, I'm going to ease up type deal. Call it selfish, but if you will, if you want, I don't care. I'll be selfish all fucking day. We all have the same goals and the same mindset. If we're all putting out, you know, if, if somebody's putting out a good, some good, good content or, or some interesting uh, subject matter or whatever, and they're cool people, I want to get behind them. I want to, I want to help support them and, and grow them. But I would hope that get the same respect back for our show, what we're doing here. I say that. <laughs> I bust Kevin, uh, Kevin, uh, Tony and Jeff's balls all the time because I'm like, just wish I got like a quarter of the effort that I put into the show out of you guys. <laughs> just, just, just a quarter. <laughs> Try to motivate him without being a complete asshole. But but that don't get me nowhere. Anywho. It is Monday. I did say I was going to start implementing breaks on Monday since we are doing three-hour shows. <coughs> Excuse me, on Mondays. So, I'm take a real quick break, kind of regroup, bring it back. Actually, you know what? I forgot that I have. I have other music that I can. Oh, excuse me. That I can upload. So we don't have to play the same old shit over and over again. We'll do that real quick. See, I can do this shit on the fly. (laughs) All part of the learning process. Learned how to use a computer. Which I never knew how to do before. Ah, man, I was... I was about the most computer illiterate motherfucker on the planet. 
for the longest damn time. I was lucky if I could turn a fucking computer on, let alone do half the shit that I'm doing these days on. But I will take a real quick break, grab me a couple more brewskis, and uh, come back and I don't, know, I don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about. We'll figure it out, I guess. We'll just kind of let it fucking just wing it, just fucking wing it. But in the meantime, while I wait on this load up, you know it's summertime. It's hot. We're outside doing shit like me. Last week I was on vacation, and me and and, and, and my fiance and the kids we were we were out cave exploring, cave splunking, if you will. Well, it was hot as hell out. We were sweating our asses off. We were thirsty as fuck. Probably shouldn't curse during an ad, but sorry. <laughs> Anywho, summertime. You're outside doing summer activities. You're going to get hot. You're going to sweat. You're going to get thirsty. Why play around with water or the overpriced sports drinks when you can easily carry little packets of liquid IV that you just throw in a bottle of water and give it a little shaky shake. And it hydrates you twice as fast as water and has three times the electrolytes as regular sports drinks do. So go on over to liquidiv.com. Get your little order all set up. Get you over there in the cart. And the promo code, go ahead and put in words of heart. And you're going to save 20% off your entire order at liquidiv.com with our promo code, words are hard. Enjoy a little Leapfrog Studios. I'll be back in just a few momentos. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets drunk next to you. When if I have hey, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's savoring to you. But I
I'm gonna be the man who's lonely without you. And when I'm dreaming, well, I know I'm gonna dream. I'm gonna dream about the time when I'm with you. When I go out, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. When when I come home, yes, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who comes back home with you. I'm gonna be the man who's coming home with you. Hey there folks, so I just want to give a heads up that this is the last chance to Welcome back to Nonsensical Nonsense, everybody. I am Glick, the sole survivor, the last man standing, the only man who can do this show solo without needing any help. And I'm just talking bullshit because I can't. Anywho, welcome back to the show, everybody. Hopefully you guys are enjoying a little solo glick action. Oh, nonsensical nonsense tonight. If you're not already, go ahead and check us out on all them social medias. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. (laughs) Don't forget to join us live Mondays, Wednesdays. And Saturdays on YouTube and Twitch, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And check us out if you can't join us live or if you just want to get caught up on previous episodes or if there's an episode that you really liked and you want to hear it again, it's on Spotify and everywhere you listen to podcasts at all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. You know the drill. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. And God damn it. Be so kind, just some bitches. Give us a little Sharuski. Stop being greedy. Hey boys, look what I got here. Hey, where are the white women at? What's going on, Mr. Golf Hawk? Lady Champion in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Not, not, not. The greatest champion of all time, but a champion nonetheless. <laughs> <Chun-Li>. <laughs> Jesus Jeeves is in the building. What's going on, Jeeves? What's going on, guys? Welcome, welcome. Hopefully, you guys are having a good Monday. 
as I said at the beginning of the show, it is tough. Going back to work after vacation. <laughs> and last night, Nikki was like, Nikki was like, we've had nine whole days together. I don't want you to go back to work. And I was like, well, you know, I'm sorry. I have to. I am not a loser. <laughs> I was screwed. <laughs> so far, so good. Nice. I was screwed over and just was like, fuck it. I'll do what I can. Not too bad. At least I, you know, wasn't the showing I was hoping for, but all things considered. <laughs> But, um, the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I told her, she's like, I don't want you to go back to work. I said, yes, unfortunately, we're not rich. We have not hit the Powerball yet. Or the Mega Millions. And the bills have to be paid. So, I have to go to work. Which reminds me, I don't know if you guys are lotto players or anything like that. But we got two big ones, man. The Mega Millions, uh, which will be what drawn? Tonight. Is the Mega yeah. Millions tonight, or is the Powerball tonight? I just want to tell you your kids' school district is stupid. Why? Um, because often starts school on a Friday. Yeah, I know. See, that was the weekend I wanted to go to Kansas City. Okay, well, she can miss her first day of school, I guess. She's not gonna miss her first. Yeah, maybe she will. But I'm pretty sure the kids start the same day. They all start on that Friday. I don't know. I'd have to look at the calendar. Who starts school on a Friday? I don't know. I mean, who goes to school? We would go to school on like a Thursday and then have Monday off. We always started the Tuesday after Labor Day. Yeah. We always started like the middle of the week so before. Long. Agreed. All right. We'll figure it out. But, um, <laughs> sorry. weekend before. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Go that week. Yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah. I don't know. Come back or whatever, because I mean, they're going to be, well, is she going to want to? Well, the, the kids are going to have to be back that week anyway. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, yeah so we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, real life distractions. But, as I was saying, so, I think Mega Millions, what, they, they they draw on, what, Tuesdays and Wednesdays or Tuesdays and Thursdays or some shit? Let's see here. Uh, Tuesday and Friday for the Mega Millions. The Mega Millions is up to $480 million with a $240.7 million uh, cash payout. Uh, option or be 30 years, which I mean, you get the full amount over 30 years. You know what? Just give me the half, just cut me a check for half of it. I'm gonna be good with 240 mil. And the Powerball is up to um, what does the power do? Monday, Wednesday, and Saturdays. Uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday are the drawings for that. And the Powerball is up to 
$175 million. What's going on, Dylan? With a cash payout of $340.9 million. Again, y'all, you're only going to get it. You can only win if you play, motherfuckers. Now, I'm not, I'm not up here, um, <laughs> I, I'm not up here. No, no, no. I'm not yelling. For, I'm not up here promoting gambling or anything like that. But I'm just saying. I mean, you can't win unless you play. So you know, as I as I say, I, I risk ten dollars, and I could turn ten dollars into either two hundred and forty million or three hundred and forty million. That's a hell of an investment. That might be the greatest investment you may. Anybody has ever made in their entire life. <laughs> uh, Jeff is typically not here on Mondays golf. And I did not find out until literally right when I was getting ready to start to show that Tony wasn't going to be here. He had his uh, BFW meeting or something. I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I can't, I know, I know he told me it's the same. It's the same time every month. But I don't remember. I can't remember. It would be nice to be reminded earlier in the day so I can kind of prepare. But being that I am as great as I am and I am as awesome as I am, I don't need time to prepare. You can try to throw a monkey wrench into my plan and try to catch me off guard. But it's not going to happen, sunshine. That's why I'm the greatest of all time. That's why I'm the greatest podcast host that's ever lived. <laughs> this is officially your show <laughs> because it's my show and I do everything. I keep trying to tell you, doofy ass motherfuckers. Nobody wants to listen to to the words of the glit. I'm like a prophet. I am the champ. I am the podcast champ of the world. Nobody can take this belt off of my shoulder. Nobody. Not even Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay, sunshine. <laughs> Pry it from my cold, dead fingers. <laughs> but I digress. As I was saying, that's a lot of fucking money to be made, man. Uh, off the million, uh, off the off the lottery. A lot of money. <laughs> okay, sunshine. I'm just saying. They sure as shit couldn't run this show without me on their own. Or without each other. I'd like to see either one of them try to do three hour show solo. Not gonna happen. <laughs> Can't be done. <laughs> I, I could barely do it. Let's be honest. <laughs> I just wind up talking a bunch of bullshit. And then uh, opening the floor to you, clowns. But no, that's that is that is a lot. You know that that lottery man. Somebody's gonna hit that shit. 
and we have this conversation like everybody has the conversation you know what would you do if you hit the lottery what would you buy what would do, 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 do. and my answer has never changed i want to buy a bunch of land what like five six hundred acres somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and now we have to have a farm apparently so <laughs> but uh like i want a nice size house nothing too you know i don't like i don't need a fucking 10,000 square foot mansion or anything like that. I don't need liquid courage. And I got it, but I don't need it. I feel it. Nice. Well, that'd be nice if you do. I hope you do, man. Um, and then, you know, I want some toys for the land. You know, like four-wheelers and razors and shit like that. Obviously, I'll have my truck. And I'm going to build me a... Um, Big ass, fucking ridiculous, state of the art studio, and hire a goddamn producer. But I was telling Nikki, I said if we hit it and we and I and we and, and we buy all this land, I'm gonna give each one of the kids like twenty acres, fifteen acres, something like that. They'll be like, here, tell me what you want, and we'll build the house. And this is your part of the property. This is your part of the property. This is your and just like build like a like a commune or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And then I said, we can do the same thing for your parents. Give them a couple acres with the house that'll meet all their needs, everything they need. And then we're all there. We're all right there. And then obviously, you know, I'd have to try to decide, you know, obviously I'm not going to like go broke, but there's certain people that I'm going to make sure is taken care of. But and I'm gonna open my and I'm gonna open my my uh, my spot, my venue, or whatever you want to call it, my little roadhouse, if you will. And I'll just sit on the rest of it. I'll just sit on the rest of it like a fucking chicken laying it. The fuck are we going to do with you? Nothing. You're right. Can't do nothing. Can't be stopped. Nope. You're right. Stop, won't stop. I'm the greatest thing since sliced fucking bread. They broke the mold when they made me. They broke it on purpose. The fuck's well, yeah. going Mainly out of fear of creating another one. But, <laughs> but they also realized that they created perfection. Oh, my God. The hell's going on up in here? Golf Hawk, how you doing? Dylan, how you doing? Shooting the shit. Mandy, how you doing? Doing what I do best, talk. <laughs> Jesus. Just chit-chat. I was talking about the um, lottery. Um, mm -hmm. Both Mega Millions and the, and the jackpot is up there. and You know, like I said, every time it gets super high like this, everybody always has the same conversations with their friends and shit. And, you know, mine's never changed. I've got the same plan. I'm not changing my plan. I'm just not talking about it no more. 
<laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, I, I plan on donating quite a bit to charity, different yes. charities. Um, not all of it, but like maybe like like a quarter of it ish. Ish. <laughs> maybe more, give or take. Uh, but I, I do plan on doing some charitable work and stuff like that. Maybe even starting my own charity or something like that. Hell, I don't know. Right. But I'm going to focus on the kids. Got to take care of the kids. Go fuck how you live. I'm going to see you over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm Tony D, a.k.a. Tony D, a.k.a. Tony 3000, a.k.a. Tony 3 Stats. Tony 3D. Oh, my God. Got to take care of the... The kids and the old folks. And yourself in the process. Oh, I'll be taken care of with 340 mil. Trust me. <laughs> Before taxes, yeah. What about after taxes? <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the cash option after taxes. 340 million? The Powerball is at 375 million. Uh-huh. The cash option after taxes is three three hundred and forty point nine million. Shit. Mega million is at uh, four hundred and eighty million. The cash option after taxes is two hundred and forty point seven million. I hear you. Jeez, what's good, man? I see you over there, bro. What's going on? Grown woman's R. Kelly. Damn. You just pissing on bitches, Tony? Hell no, I don't piss on women. <laughs> I'll be trying to see them after the first go around. <laughs> Tony Dickham down style. Now, peeing on them ain't my steez. <laughs> yeah, like I said, 240 million or 340 million, I think I'm going to live just fine for the rest of my life. I mean, even my greed has a limit, and that's a lot of damn money. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like I said, 500 acres, give each one of the kids 15, 20 acres. Let, and build a house for them on the property somewhere, wherever they want it to be at. Build a house for Nikki's parents to meet their needs on a couple acres. Everybody right there, everybody taken care of. Have my studio and my producer, because I don't know how to work any of that equipment, so I'll hire somebody who does. <laughs> right, right, right. Have me some toys for the property, and I mean, I gotta look at investing more than I do spending. I need to. It's gonna be the smartest thing to do. Well, you know, I already know I probably have at least a million, a million and a half at most, wrapped up in my business that I want to start. Right, because I want to do it right from the from the get go and hire the right people and have the right people in place to make sure I'm not fucking up. Right, and I don't end up on bar rescue. Oh my god! Going to get Nikki's bar. I got it. No, no, it'll be, it'll be my place. Terry said she'd be my bartender. She'd run the bartending aspect. Right. Oh, here. 
with that old ass turkey out. I pay the people, have the people in place that I can trust to take care of, run the business, and I'll just be there. Right. I'll just be there. Shaking hands, kissing babies. Looking like Rocky with our yeah. agents. <laughs> kissing hands, shaking babies. You know oh, the drill. God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing good, getting my butt into work, building up my lead back, getting some overtime in, so. Haters going to hate. Nah, I just got to get my money back up. Well. I know after vacation, now I got to start saving for... Love is going to love, he's going to hate, and I don't want none of the above. I like that golf hawk. I like that. Be damn skippy. Yeah. I say let the haters hate. Bitch ass. I, I don't know who said that. I'm trying to think. Terrence Howard. What? I don't know. I already knew you didn't know. I just wanted to hear what the hell you was going to say. All right, so I watched Transformers. Let me go ahead and get my movie critique out here. Hustle and Flow. Huh? Terrence Howard and Hustle and Flow said that. Did he? I don't know. Oh, Dave Kelly, the R. Kelly skit. Hell no. I was going to assume that it was a Pootie Tang quote, considering... The only person in the entire world who loves that movie is that man right there, Golf Hawk. <laughs> no, he ain't the only person. I know some people that love that movie. I did not. I haven't even watched it. I have not watched it on purpose. I have not watched it on purpose. I couldn't. I could not do that shit. Terrible. I could not do that shit. No. Good either. No. No. Between Pootie Tang and what's that other one with Leon Phelps? I cannot watch them shits. <laughs> the ladies, man. Yeah, I could not. No, I don't think. Uh, uh. I had homeboys. It was crying, laughing at that movie. I said, "Nah, y'all gotta have this shit." That movie was kind of dumb. That was not a. That was not a. Um, a a good Saturday Night Live skit to movie. Oh I yeah, mean, it was money. But uh, see, Saturday. Nah, -uh. I watched that Transformers movie, the new one. I'm gonna be honest. East Wars. Rise of the Beast. Whatever. It's Great cool. story. Good work. Wasn't anything wrong with it, but that was Bumblebee 2. That was phase two of Transformers, and it's strictly for the children. Hmm. I'm going to just be simple with it. I didn't watch I Joe Dirt. I didn't watch. I didn't laugh. Yeah, I did laugh my ass off at Joe Dirt, but that was a dumb fucking movie, too. Joe Dirt was a dumbass movie. But I laughed at it. But, you know, it's like Rob Schneider movies are terrible, too. But I still laugh at them. Go home and tell you something. And I'm a Transformers junkie. I mean, I'm dead serious about Transformers. That shit was not all that. All the reviews and how good it was and all that. I'm like... <laughs> I mean, I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not sitting here jumping out of my skin for that movie. I was not. I was like, okay. 
Now, the end of the movie. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. So the entirety of the movie was trash, but the end was awesome. It wasn't no no no. It wasn't trash at all. I'm going to give it a little bit of a mediocre. Exactly, Golf Hawk. Exactly. I'm not going to put that up yet. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who has not seen it yet, but exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That part, I was like, and it made sense because Hasbro Productions. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we had a conversation about that not too long ago. I do believe. What's up? If you want to do remakes, who made what to mix some of that shit together, mm-hmm. big ups to them for that idea. I will give them a class for that. I like that. How they're going to do it does have my interest. I will admit that. Nice. I will admit that. I, you know, I... I, I saw Jeeves said something over there. He ain't said nothing else, so... Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Obviously, it sounds like there's going to be a crossover with G.I. Joe and Transformers, so... I mean, the man said it right there. I haven't seen the movie. I didn't I put it on the screen. Your audio people didn't know that yet. <laughs> I, I said, I'm, I'm assuming... Uh-huh. Toby did great. Well, golf, I'm gonna be honest with you. As somebody who used to watch the cartoon, I do have certain standards and expectations. That's why I said they didn't do anything wrong at all. Same way with the movie movies. Now I say it's phase two because what they're doing, in my opinion, they're phasing out the way they used to do the Transformers movie. They're on the they're on a new way now. If you watch Bumblebee, this is pretty much like a sequel to that. Was it in my opinion, yes. Yeah, I like that Bumblebee movie. They went along the same lines as they did with the Bumblebee movie. I'm yeah, good with that. It just wasn't what I expected. Yeah, this there's nothing wrong with it. We, we can sit back and be mad about movies when they don't do what they want us to do. Or they don't do what we want them to do. And we'll have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with the movie. I just wasn't... You know what I'm saying? You're, yeah, but you're, 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 you're a big... You're a big Star Wars... Or Star, uh, Transformers guy. Like, you're... <laughs> You're going to be, you know, that's like me um, with like the comic book movies. You know, I grew up reading the comics and stuff like that. So you're going to be a little bit extra critical. You're I'm not going to be cartoon, yes. You're, gonna, you're not going to be like what the, you're not going to listen to what the critics and everybody says. You want to see it for yourself. And there's some, um, aspects, you know, I'm going to be critical it. of how they do it. Same way the comic book has a critical Deadpool. Yeah. Well, you know, like DC has taken an absolute ass whooping from critics and stuff like that but I've, I've i've really enjoyed what dc has done there's been a couple things and it's like really like come on the past three movies by dc are excellent marvel marvel did it marvel i mean marvel just hit the nail on the head i mean yes dc's last three movies were excellent their last three movies were excellent and i am including shazam 2 that was good i haven't seen we haven't seen shazam 2 yet we just watched. We just started. We just watched Black Adam. Finally, we just don't have time to sit down and watch those movies. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, the fuck you do. Yes, the fuck you do. Yes, the fuck you do. I watch them. Cash and I watch them together. And when they're here, we're always doing stuff. Sit your ass down one time. Watch a movie with them. Why? When I can get out of the house and go to the beach for the day, or take an hour instead of running over on the show and watch a movie with them. I, I, how am I going to watch a, a three-hour movie in an hour? The math ain't math, and Tony D. You got three hours a week. You go over. Take two of them hours and watch the damn movie. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to 
take three days to watch a movie. No, but we're usually doing stuff. Okay. Go for it. We were on vacation. I'm going to be honest with you. As an old school Transformers junkie, what I would have liked to have seen is them bringing the G1 characters back and them doing what they're supposed to. As an example, Wheeljack wasn't who he was in this movie like he was in the cartoon. And now there was Mirage. You want to see Reflector come back. I want to see Sunstreaker come on the screen. I'm tired of this shit. That motherfucker get no respect. <laughs> I don't want Reflector to come back, no. Reflector in the movies. Mm -mm. I do need Blaster and Soundwave and the cassettes to go off. I do need that shit. Like they did in the movie. Yeah. That shit had us hype. I just told a bunch of 20-year-olds about the Transformers movie. They were like, you talking about the first one? I said, no, no. Go back to the 86 cartoon. I heard about that. I said, let me tell you, let me tell you a little motherfucker something. I said, don't like this on purpose. Let me tell you a little motherfucker something. You want to know what's wrong with us? Watch that motherfucker. And then watch these. Matter of fact, watch the cartoon. Then watch that movie because a bunch of y'all sitting around smoking and ain't doing shit no way. You won't go to fucking work and you don't drive. Get the fuck off the video game and watch a goddamn movie. It's still on the computer screen. <laughs> Do something with your life. Like, watch Transformers. I said, now we'll give you that. If you could follow those lines and follow that pattern, You'll see where we're coming from. The same way everybody wants us to catch up with their patterns. I get it. This is my recommendation. Watch that shit. But yeah. they don't do the G1 characters justice, in my opinion. Yeah, the first WB movie, they did Cliff Jumper right, even though they killed him and it pissed me off. Spoiler alert. The first Bumblebee movie came out four years ago. I ain't spoiling shit. <laughs> I ain't spoiling shit. Fuck that. I, I, liked, I liked that Bumblebee movie. I thought it was pretty good. It was okay, but it was childish. Well, compared yeah. to the previous ones. It was yeah. to you have you have to remember Transformers was always for the kids. So they're trying to give you they're trying to get that aspect for for the nostalgia for us us older cats for us older kids. But they're also trying to draw in that new generation of kids too. So that's exactly what they're doing. I agree with that. Like these comic book movies where if you grew up reading comics, you know, comics have always been kind of um like their 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 prime age group or whatever uh, teenagers target area was teenagers. teenagers or young adults, even though kids read them and kids enjoyed them, so they were able to make the movies a little bit more adult and still and still be kid friendly at the same time. Yes, um, did start watching the new Secret Invasion on Disney. I watched the first episode. Watched I gotta watch it. I gotta watch the second one. Um, I'm not mad at it. Cash and I watched it Friday when we got back from camping. I mean, they're following the storyline very well. We, we, we could be yeah. clear about that. Oh, yeah. It's looking to me like it's post-Captain Marvel. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So, now, I mean, granted, I'm... Come on, Disney. Shit or get off the pot. You promised us Marvel zombies. I want the Marvel zombies, you sons of bitches. You can have it. Sunstreak... I never saw Sunstreak or betray nothing. Matter of fact, the last time we saw Sunstreaker was in the 86 movie. <laughs> um, other than that, oh, he already walked off. Secret Invasion is okay. Decent pilot. I got to watch the second one. 
I know a bunch of you know I'm a Trekkie. I'm going through season one of Star Trek New Worlds. This is good. This is good. I heard a lot of good things about it. I'm seeing it. I just watched the episode with a little kid that was like super smart. The episode's a little traumatic for me. It really is. That episode was a little traumatic for me. But I love what they're doing. Shout out to Captain Pike. That was a smooth motherfucker. On Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah, I said it. If you ever watched the original Star Trek, remember Captain Pike? He was the captain before Kirk. Nerd, you're a fucking nerd. nerd. You're a fucking nerd. And nerd. no one likes you. Point no one up. likes you. Oh, your day is coming. You have no idea. <laughs> your day is coming. Your day is coming. Excuse me. Excuse me. In the new movies, the captain before. Wait, no, wait. Captain before who? Kirk. Yes. Is that who they showed in the movies? You know, into the darkness. In the movie, they chained up the dimensions. But yes, that Captain Pike on Strange New Worlds. This motherfucker, something serious. I gotta give him his props. I gotta give him his props. Um, great new characters in there. Couple people you're gonna see a little tie to the future because this is pretty much before Kirk came on. I think they did a damn good job. That's what Ted was telling me. He said it was good, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna get caught up to it. So once I finish this shit, I don't know, man. I don't I don't, I don't know anything about Star Trek. I mean, I know who obviously the original, you know, Kirk and and Spock and 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 whatnot, Scotty and and McCoy and all those guys. Obviously, you know them. Just from because they're the main characters, and even Next Generation, you know, and that's what Pops always watched was Next Generation. I'm sure he watched the original when he was younger. Yeah, you know, obviously I know Picard and Number Two and Data and Worf and motherfucker said Number Two. <laughs> What's his name, Riker or something like that? Number One, you asshole. Whatever. <laughs> number Two, you son of a bitch. Um, what else? You. Motherfucker. You. Because I know you ain't talking about nothing. You and I got to have a talk. Why me you? I just saw an article where they are debating whether or not Cam Newton is Hall of Fame worthy or not. Get up here, golf hawk. You got to get in on this shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cam Newton? Hall of Fame worthy? Uh, I would say... Eventually, not first round ballot. I gotta see golf walk. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna show you something if you don't mind. Um, but I definitely, I mean, you can't deny how how good Cam was. Apparently, there's a debate on that. But I don't think he's a first round ballot. I think he, I, you know, is he even eligible. He's not eligible yet. Is he? I don't think he's eligible yet. But this post popped up on my news feed. What is the eligibility? It caught, it caught my curiosity. What is the Hall of Fame eligibility in football? Five years, I think. NFL Hall of Fame eligibility. I want to show you some stats. Golf Hawk, I know you're in here. I'm going to need you to look at the screen. NFL Hall of Fame eligibility. Look, look at this list. 
The only restriction is that a player and coach most have played or coach. Hold on one second, Tony. Mm-hmm. So it says the only restriction is that a player and coach must have last played or coached at least five seasons before he can be considered. For example, a candidate for the 2024 class must have concluded their career no later than 2018 season. There's no mandatory. Okay, so you're right on that. It is a five-year. You have to be able mm-hmm. to. And I was assuming so good. I was assuming so good. Yeah, yeah. These are Cam's stats. Oh, yeah. No, Cam has stats for days. He got to, for, for our audio listeners. Uh, so we're, Tony asked the question, should Cam Newton, former quarterback, of the Carolina Panthers, and he was in New England for a hot minute. Uh, should he or should he not be eligible, or should he or should he not be in the Hall of Fame? I guess there's a debate. So former Carolina Panthers quarterback Cam Newton deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Here's a list of his accolades. This is off of MLF football. Hang on. And I want to tell them this. Is this for your audio? MLF football on Twitter. Capital M, capital L, capital F. And the F begins the football with the blue check mark. Let me, let me, and before you start, Glick, I want to say this. Yeah. Cam's very first NFL football game. Y'all do know that son of a bitch broke five records his first game. Five. A five couple were team five, and a couple were NFL. Carolina Panther records. Say what? Was it five NFL records or five franchise records? A couple were franchise and a couple were NFL. Seriously, not just franchise. He did franchise and NFL. He broke records first game. Very first game. I'm literally game number one. He broke five records. Now, as we go through this list, and I'm going to say this on purpose, they always use Super Bowls to a lot of people's credentials. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think you I don't think you should and I'm gonna, I'm going to put this out there. You know, obviously you know, um, as far as Super Bowl championships and and quarterback standards Tom Brady kind of set the bar you know for a long time Tom Brady, Tom Brady is the ultimate standard right now yes as far by, as by football by football numbers by Super Bowl appearances by Super Bowl victories by legacy with the team we're talking endurance not talking about jumping I'm talking endurance Tom Brady is is these I gotta get and you know I didn't like when he was in New England I ain't gonna lie. Oh yeah, a lot of people. He, he's the fucking standard. He's got more Super Bowls himself than most franchises. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, I'm sorry. I mean, he has seven rings. Pittsburgh as a franchise has the most championships with six. That man has seven by himself. Well, not by himself, but as an individual, he has seven rings by himself. Like you said, you're correct. Ben Roethlisberger won two with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I think I think TB won two or three. Terry Bradshaw, the the original TB, he won two or three with Pittsburgh. Charles Haley has five. As a quarterback? No, as a defensive player. Yeah, as, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of guys, you know, that that have, you know, you get these guys that have. I mean, look at the guys that. Defensively on the line or offensively on the line that were in or in uh, New England with Tom Brady. Yes. Yes. Now, mind you, a lot of those players stay the whole time. Chad Henney has two in Kansas City, and he's a backup quarterback. Yes. 
<laughs> Robert Corey has seven rings in the NBA, and he came off the bench. <laughs> but under the Cam Newton thing, just a list of his uh, his accolades here. Tony's got it up on the screen. But for those of you listening to the replay, he was a 2015 MVP. Uh, he has a Super Bowl appearance. Uh, I wouldn't recommend watching that Super Bowl appearance if you want to face any – because he looked bad. But that Denver defense that year – they tore his ass up on that game. That, you hear me? That, that Denver defense was whooping every quarterback's ass all season long, and they made Cam Newton look like a like a sixth round quarterback who got thrown into a game because his starting quarterback got hurt and had no idea what he was doing out there. Mm-hmm. But he's a Super Bowl appearance. He's a three time Pro Bowler. He's a one-time first-team All-Pro, 2015 Offensive Player of the Year, 2011 Rookie of the Year, um, PFWA, uh, what is that, Pro Football? I have no fucking idea. Golf Hall, what's PFWA? Pro Football something association or whatever, but he's All-Rookie team. Uh, Burt Bell Award winner in 2015. Most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in the history of the NFL was 75. Most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a season with 14. Uh, he's got 194 passing touchdowns, 33 or 32,382 uh, passing yards, um, 5,628 career rushing yards. Supercam helped Carolina obtain franchise best 15 and one record in route to a Super yes. Bowl and Super Bowl 50, which yes. Again, we- just said they got completely embarrassed by the Denver uh, defense because uh, dissect was, was the sheriff, uh, Peyton Manning, a.k.a. the sheriff. That was his last game as a quarterback in the NFL, and he looked fucking disgusting in that game. He was dog shit. Um, Cam Newton is one of four African-American quarterbacks to win the NFL MVP and was the first to solely receive it. Yes. Uh, best NFL player, SB in 2016. Uh, PFW All-NFL Team 2015. PFWA All-NFC Al Iron Award. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. And three- of the month. Of the month. Of the month. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Of the month. Three-time Pepsi Rookie of the Week. Ten-time NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Most combined touchdowns for a rookie in NFL history with 35. Most combined yards in the NFL uh, for a rookie with uh, 4,784, first rookie to pass for at least 4,000 yards, and the only rookie to pass for more than 4,000 yards and rush for more than 700 yards in a single season. Which is sick. Uh, first rookie in NFL history to pass for more than 400 yards in back-to-back games, most passing yards by a quarterback in his first two first games. First two games, exactly. 854. Uh, most games in NFL history with a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown, 32. Yes. Uh, most player of the week awards in a single season, five. Tied with Brady. Tom Brady. Golf Hawk, I see you over there. If Andrew Luck is Hall of Fame, Cam is Hall of Fame. I have to agree. <laughs> I have to agree. He still take Dan Marino as his number one quarterback. A lot of people will say that. Defensive end, Charles Hill, absolutely. He was defensive end. He got three with San Francisco and two with Dallas, I believe it is. Peyton yeah. Manning actually worse than that Super Bowl. Peyton Manning was already hurt, and they knew it. The one thing I will say about Denver is the defense will carry the offense. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We've seen that with Peyton Manning, and we've seen that with Tim Tebow. But please continue. Yeah, 100%. Um, first player in NFL history and most games with at least 250 passing yards, 100 rushing yards, one passing touchdown, and one rushing touchdown in a single game. That is sick. Uh, most games in a single season with at least one passing touchdown and one rushing touchdown, eight. Only player in NFL history with at least 30 passing touchdowns and 10 rushing t- touchdowns in the same season. That was in 2015. Mind you all, ladies and gentlemen, we're not even all the way through the list. You guys can go ahead and look the rest of the list. Yeah, you don't have to read all that, though. I just want to throw a lot of this out there. That's big, you know, like I said, um, is Andrew Luck is not a Hall of Fame quarterback in any way, shape, or form. I don't care who the fuck his daddy is or what he did in college. He is not an NFL Hall of Fame worthy quarterback, in my opinion. Fuck you, Andrew Luck, you pussy. He is not a pussy. You couldn't endure what he went through. You couldn't endure what he went through. He was getting lit the fuck up in Indianapolis. Shut up. He was. Uh, I would absolutely take Dave Marino as my QB1 over Cam Newton any day. <laughs> um, That's a good question. I can't answer that right. question. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Golf Hawk. Our man behind the scenes. Both football writers. Yeah, big ups to Golf Hawk, the uh, Bill Kings fantasy football original champion. All right. Uh, let me finish the rest of this dude, but that's a lot he was reading. I don't – there should be no debate as to whether Cam deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. No, there is a debate. There is a debate. I, be fair about I wouldn't it. necessarily say he's a first-round, first, you know, ballot entry. Right. He definitely deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. Um, there's no question to it. And, and we're going by the numbers. We're going by the stats. I'm quite sure some of these stats can be questioned by other players. Who is better in what category – who is better than whatever this. And like I said, they always use Super Bowls. The only person I think has been in the Hall of Fame that didn't have Super Bowl, well, I ain't going to say the only person, but one person who was on a team that didn't do good that was in the Super Bowl, that made Hall of Fame, I believe, was Steve Largent because he was one of the longest tenure tight ends yeah. in the well, NFL for a while. Unfortunately, when it comes to sports, though, um, you, know, you know, Dan Marino, he's kind of the exception but your 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 value is weighed on championships. I mean, you say it all the time when we start arguing about the Big Ten and the SEC, or about Michigan and Alabama. Well, I fuck with you about it because yeah. of how much you swear is the SEC bias. Alabama's got what twelve national titles? No, way more. I don't know how many they have. Alabama's got to have about twenty by now. Um. University of Alabama national championships. Total of 33. Uh, they've got uh, 18 claimed national titles. 18 national championships of football. 33 conference championships. Well, either way. Um, but, and that's kind of the unfortunate downside with sports. Uh, when you're talking Hall of Fame stats, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. That, 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 I agree. Golf Hawk, you nailed it. And I dare say the same with the Bucks when they won their first Super Bowl. There's no denying that. Nobody on that team from Tampa Bay will will say anything different. It I mean, was, the offense played. The offense played well, but played. that defense carried it. I think. Yeah, 
the offense, the offense did their job. They played. Now don't, yes. don't, don't, don't shit on that offense. Don't get it twisted, right? <laughs> because you know, surprisingly, Brad Johnson was a monster. And and you know, and, and you can't you cannot you know in, in the Hall of Fame debate. Uh uh, what's his name? Uh John Lynch for Tampa Bay. There, he, there's been talks for years. Why that man's not in the Hall of Fame, I don't know. John Lynch is as a safety, right? Mm, or was it John? No, not John Lynch. Uh not, not, John, not, Lynch not, is not on the, John Lynch is on the Broncos. You're talking about um fuck. Allstock. Mike Allstott. He was the fullback tailback, I believe. He was a fullback, but they used him like a halfback. Yeah, because he always got the, he got the end zone. They gave him a touchdown a game. Yeah, they didn't they didn't let him get as many touchdowns as he should have. But um, you know, but unfortunately, you know, that's kind of the standard is championships, and it shouldn't be. It should be based off of uh, first and foremost your stats. And, and Cam has all the stats in the world. That's why I said there's no rhyme or reason why that man should never should not. Except be for a the- Super Bowl victory, I will say that. Except uh, for a Super Bowl, they're going to use Super Bowl for some reason or another. Like I said, he may not be first ballot, but his ass going to be in there. Oh yeah, he's going to get in there. I, I don't think he's a first ballot type guy, but he, he's definitely going to be in there. He's he's definitely going to get there eventually, um, and he deserves it. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, when Cam when when Cam was in his prime and doing what Cam does, he was awesome. But unfortunately, that age caught up with him quick. And all now, I, think, I think I think a lot of his um I think his attitude. If well, you want, to, Cam, Cam was a little fucking cocky. Yeah, his his attitude came back and bit him in the ass. But no, you know, he did all that. He was he was basically he was basically a glorified running back. You know. And, 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 I don't think he was a glorified running back. Um, I mean, he, I'll give you talented tight end. I'll put him in the same category as Taysom Hill. He could be quarterback or tight end. But Cam Cam did a lot. He, I mean, obviously the stats and numbers don't lie. He rushed right. a lot, and I think that took and that took its toll on his body as a quarterback. So that caught up with him. But of course, his attitude caught up with him faster than that. I want to say attitude because he did seem a little arrogant. He did seem a little overconfident. But when you're going to be the team leader and you're going to be the face, you got to show that positivity, i.e. Deion Sanders. Yeah. You know, and I, I say Deion Sanders as a team because Deion Sanders was a fucking face of franchise, San Francisco 49ers. He wasn't even the best player on that team, but he was a beast at his position. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we all know how cocky Deion Sanders was. And in my opinion, I don't think he ever – crossed a line, even with Ocho, uh, Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson. Chad crossed a couple of lines, running his mouth. That's it. Not on the field. Not on the field. He just ran his mouth right. But on the field, much like Cam, on the field, he put in the work. Yes, he did. All that, all, and Deion Sanders did the same thing. Yes, he did. You know, all, that, all that trash talk, he backed up on the field. Uh, Steve Smith was the same way. That motherfucker he was back that shit up. <laughs> I mean, that man talked more shit. That man is still talking shit about guys that he played against. He said, but they won't meet me in the parking lot now, will they? Because <laughs> he'll rumble with their asses. <laughs> Steve Smith will throw hands. <laughs> I'll never forget when that motherfucker joined special teams and did a punt return 
ran it back for the touchdown. Look back at the bench like, what we doing? <laughs> I will never forget that shit. <laughs> he was like, come on, y'all. What we doing? I was like, yeah, that's my dude right there. Yeah. That's my yeah. dude. But, you know, there's there's an when you when you are a caliber of player where you not only are you the face of a franchise like Cam was, but he's a team leader. You have to know when to dial it back. Really go for you think so? Uh, that's the, that's, that's, that's the, I can't question it. I can't question it. I can agree with that. Trent, Trent Delfer was never, never in my opinion, a good quarterback. A starting quarterback. He should have always been a backup. Oh, no, ain't gonna say that. You know, but you know, golf, golf hawk is is right on the money. All Trent had to do was give the ball to Jamal Lewis, short passes, and not throw an interception. Hell, that's how the Rams won the Super Bowl: short passes, <laughs> the Cooper Cup. <laughs> To a certain degree, but you know, you might throw a you you might throw a five yard pass to Cooper Cup, and then that man turns it into an eighty five yard touchdown. That's my point. He was running the short pass. Cam was just like he was involved. Yeah, that was after he got that deal. He got that clothing deal, and he had some decent. He has he had a couple of decent shirts. I bought a couple of those shirts back then. They were straight. He started going off. Yeah, I understand that. Once he started making that extra money, he stopped caring about football. That's what I think happened. With him. Well, yeah, and I think that's when you really started to see the decline. And Cam was worth the investment based on what he did on the field mm-hmm. because he was all right on the field. He 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 saved that franchise. I will say that. Well, I mean – He saved the Panthers. Yes, he did. You know, they're, they're still a relatively young franchise. They are, but they were on a decline before he got there. Huge decline. They could barely break 500. Well, I mean, that whole division is, fortunately for them, that division is trash. New Orleans was killing it. I mean, you, you've got a division. Atlanta was hyped. The yeah. Bucks weren't shit for a while. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you got a you got a conference or a division or whatever you want to call it that 90% of the time, all four teams are barely breaking 400. Yeah, no, New, Orleans has, New Orleans has had – some good Atlanta years. was doing good before Cam got there. Atlanta was Atlanta was but now, I mean, you know, you got teams that are that are down there that are winning the conference with a with a well, now I guess it'd be nine and eight, you know, a nine and eight record or an eight and nine record or you know, whatever. Nine mm-hmm. and seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that doesn't that in, in my opinion that doesn't that doesn't scream or it doesn't say this is a good team when you are the team was good the team was the Dallas Cowboys the Washington Redskins and them guys they were all garbage teams but who was going to come out the best piece of shit you know that's like what your division was not even being asked seriously. The AFC, I would never say that the I would never say that the AFC North has been a complete trash division. Cleveland has been tr- trash. Cincinnati, Cincinnati was Denver or Baltimore and Pittsburgh have always been top tier teams in my opinion. Always no, for the majority of the time, yes, but always no. I mean, Denver or Baltimore came in as an expansion team and fucking won the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's a pattern with that. No respect to them, but there's a pattern with that shit. 
that's just because everybody started getting old because and this is one of the things that I can't hate on Pittsburgh for. Those motherfuckers are loyal, man. They keep guys. That is the respect of the Steelers as a franchise. I agree. I'm not even a Steelers fan, but that's the respect they have from everybody. They loyal as fuck. Cooper, yeah, Cooper Cup is a motherfucking monster. He saved that squad in that Super Bowl because they couldn't get the ball down the field and they couldn't run the ball. They would do that little short pass to Cooper Cup and he'd get 10, 20 yards a carry. They can't run the ball, period, because their running backs are ass. No, that ain't why. That's called the damn Cincinnati Bengals defense was on. They fucking ass in that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but the Rams running back staff not all that impressive. They get way more love than they deserve. I mean, them motherfuckers spend more time on the goddamn injured reserve list than anything else. Yeah, but they made it to the Super Bowl. That's the whole point. They uh, made it. I wouldn't say the running backs was a factor in them getting into the, the Super Bowl. I don't know what it was. I don't know if they fucking made it. I Defense? Mean, like, right now, your running back one and two are Cam Akers and Sony Michelle. And? Again, not impressive. Once again, you know, they made it to the Super Bowl. Last season, Cam Akers had 786 rushing yards. He was averaging 52 yards a game, and he had seven touchdowns for the season. Do something with your boy, please. Sony Michelle had 106 rushing yards, and he averaged 10 yards a game. With zero do, something, do something with your boy, please. Man, Gohawk, I, I can't even I, – I can't even – I've been telling Tony since last season the Dolphins are doing some shit. I, I agree they're doing some shit, but they're not going to win it all this season. No. Hell no. As hell. Hell no. They are suspect as hell. I'm telling you, Tony D. They will not. I, I'll put it to you this way. If the Dolphins make it to the Super Bowl, so will the Eagles, and they will not beat the Eagles. <laughs> Mark it. Book it. If the Dolphins make it, the Eagles should make it, and they will not get past the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Well, the Dolphins and Eagles can't play each other because they're both in the NFC. But, I mean, that's – No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Wait, hold on a second. I, I, I stand corrected. I'm sorry. The Dolphins yeah. are AFC. Um, AFC. Damn it, Golf Hawk. Like I said, uh, the last couple seasons I've been telling – so I've been telling you, Tony, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are loading up. Yes, they are loading up. Some shit. You better find me a backup for Tua before you tell me some shit like that. <laughs> you have got to find me a backup for Tua before you tell me some shit like that. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'm I'm just saying. Me too. And 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 you know they they just grabbed Raheem Mozart or Mozart. They got a squad. Yes, they do. We talked about this. They got a squad. They still got Miles Gaskins Gaskin there. They got a squad. The Dolphins have a squad. Yeah. Tyree but the Hill. Dolphins are notorious for having a squad and not getting far enough with this. Yeah. So I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. just just let the Dolphins do what the Dolphins are doing and and and, and don't act surprised when they pop off. And smack Buffalo in the fucking cocksucker. They got to show me that. Fuck that. You know. <laughs> they right got to show me that. Beating the AFC East. Say what? Buffalo's the team in the AFC East. Fuck what you yes. heard. Yes. 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 I'm Bill Belichick, you goofy bastard. Um, and what I said about the Jets, 
for those who do not remember or those who, do, who may not recall, I was standing on the Jets going once they picked up Aaron Rodgers until I saw that schedule. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, guys, you guys come out to dude, dude, you guys come out the gate. First four weeks, Buffalo. Mad Dog Russo is so right. He is so right. He is so right. He let the Jets go be in trouble. He is so correct. If you have not seen that Jet schedule, oh my God. You guys come out the gate, man. Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Kansas, yeah, Denver, whatever. And Philly, and then you get a bye week to lick your wounds, and then you come back. And after your bye week, I mean, I wouldn't. I remember what I told you. I remember what I told you about it. You was like, "Is it that?" He's like, "Oh shit!" (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! I mean, you get you get kind of a break after your bye week. You get the The New York Jets are my original NFL team. It's my original NFL team. Seriously, New York Jets. And they're looking good with their team this year, but that schedule is fucking brutal. Yeah, the only thing the only thing that I'm worried about for your Jets, man, is I'm worried about the whole goddamn I'm worried about them making five hundred with well, this I'm worried about them making five hundred. I said it. Just y'all mark this shit two hours. Go up two hours, a minute thirty. Mark that shit off of this episode. I'm worried about them making five hundred. I mean, he's just you're you're putting your chips on a bunch of old cats, though. That's the thing, man. Ooh, on the Jets? Yeah. That team is barely five years old as a unit, dude. You just have you just got Aaron Rodgers, uh huh. And I'm not shitting on Aaron Rodgers, but he's getting no, 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 no. I got you with the new players, but the rest of the team, mind you, I think it was last season, yeah, the season before, they barely had. Game. It was at the last season or the season before. There might have been five players who was there before 2017. That team is all brand new. Yeah, I'm talking about your quote unquote starters that you just got. I know you got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Garrett Wilson's young. Um, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. I mean, mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Corey Davis are your four wide receivers. Golf Hawk, I will give it that the Steelers are a sleeper for the playoffs. Um, based on last season, yes, they're a sleeper. And then your and then your tight ends are Tyler Conklin. No shitting on Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzuma. I got to see how they tight ends are getting a thousand yards. I don't understand. Who? Jets tight end. They've had thousand yard tight ends over the past couple of years. I'm like, when? Well, CJ had 232 yards last season. It might have been a couple of previous seasons. Um, the Buffalo underachieved only because Buffalo, I think Buffalo has been exposed. I did see that last year. I think they've been exposed. But. I they, think, are still I think, a threat. they are still a Super Bowl threat. They're not even a playoff threat. They are a Super Bowl threat. I think I think Buffalo and Kansas and even Cincinnati are a little bit overhyped going into this season. Because like you just said about Buffalo, everybody knows you rattle you rattle Patrick Mahomes' cage a little bit. He's shook. He's fucked. He's shit. No, that's not true. No. It's, it is true. It's 100% true. No. no. And you've watched dog shit teams that have no business being in a game. Excuse me. The city being in a game and almost beating Kansas City because they rattled Patrick Mahomes. If if Patrick Mahomes gets rattled, that means Kelsey kicks in, and you don't want that smoke. He can only kick it if if Patrick Mahomes can get him the ball, but he gets he'll get him the ball. Patrick Mahomes has been hobbling in the postseason for the past two seasons. 
He's doing too much. But he's making it. But he's making it. Yes, Cincinnati has a high-powered wide receiver threat, but fucking Joe Burrow still sacked more times than any quarterback in the league. Yeah, they've been exposed. Cincinnati's done. I hate to say it. They done. Yeah. They, they don't done. have a right back. I want, the, I want them for the – I want their players during the regular season, but I think they might be done for the postseason. So, I mean, I think – I think we're – you know, as a Browns fan, I hate saying this, Um. You can't ever count the Steelers out, even right now when they're rebuilding and they're going through the shit that they're going through. They're motherfuckers. You can't. I mean, you can't count them out. Go for always a playoff threat. Go for We actually looked at the schedule and I ran through who's going to win and who's going to lose. The Jets may not beat both of them teams. Cleveland Browns are going to beat the Jets by 75 points this year. You are 75 drink lie. Twice that we get to play them in the Dallas, da- Dallas can beat the Jets, but Dallas be so up and down with this shit. The Patriots, the Patriots, I have a concern about because they, 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 they don't carry the previous consistency, but they still tough. And I've even seen a couple of problems here and there, and I've seen the look on Belichick's face with everything. But I can't say the Jets are going to beat them out right now. The front, I can't say that right now. The Jets got to prove that they're going to be something. That's why I said I'm worried about them making 500 on that schedule. Good God have mercy. That is a sick schedule. In my head, I just got it. I don't know. I don't know. You want to talk about a real threat in the AFC North? I talk don't. about the dogs. We've been saying that for five seasons. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> saying that shit for 40 goddamn years. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, the past five seasons have been the strongest. Kansas falls off this shit. Kansas, Kansas City? I don't think so. I think they do. As long as, Kelsey's, as long as Kelsey is healthy? No, they don't. Yeah, but you, you know you know what made Kelsey so good? And I'm not shitting on Travis Kelsey. That's a big motherfucker. That's what makes him so good. Travis Kelsey is the man. But they really don't have a supporting cast around that cat no more. Yes, they do. Check that roster again. Stop that. But Juju Smith, he was—he's he, black. Juju left, didn't he? Juju went to New England, didn't he? Maybe he did. See, yes, golf hawk. I agree with you one hundred percent. Yes, there is a problem right there in the NFC. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I 100% agree. The Seattle Seahawks are going to be a, a sleeper team. Predictions on Arizona? <sighs> they have Clyde Edwards Hilaire listed as well. I will give them a winning season. Winning being just above 500. I don't see them in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't see them in the playoffs. I do not. At least not right now. At least not right now, no. So, so uh, you know, the Chiefs have the the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Obviously, the running backs they've got listed running back one Isaiah. Uh, what's his name? Pacheco. Yeah. 
I don't know why. And then they have Jarek McKinnon, running back two. And then they got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, do you, you do realize that there are three running backs combined. The three See running backs combined. I'm really waiting on your ass. Say it. Had only 1,300 yards. Yeah, so they spread the ball out. Combined. They, they spread the ball out. And they combined for nine touchdowns. Now, you're saying that, but you also got to remember, number one, they're spreading the ball out. Number two, didn't they make the Super Bowl with that with those numbers? Now, now we're looking at wide receiver's core. They have wide receiver one, Marquez Valdez Scantley. That's a good call. He's in his going into his sixth season. Yep. Last season, he only had 687 receiving yards. Yep. He averaged 40 a game with two touchdowns. Yep. Wide receiver one. Yep. This is where I said there's not a supporting cast for Travis Kelsey. No, you're wrong. They made it to the Super Bowl with those small numbers. It's the team game. Are subpar bottom of the barrel. What? Receiver one with Marquise Valdez Scantling. Yeah. To wide receiver five. Uh You don't even have wide receiver two, three, and four in place. I know. And that's Richie Damn James. You ever heard of him? I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. They made it to the Super Bowl with those numbers. And then you got Travis Kelsey, who is their workhorse. And he'll block more than he'll get the ball and run it. So, and and, and Travis Kelsey had over 1,000 yards more than, than Scantlin did last season. Because he got the damn ball. Yeah. Because he got the damn ball. I'm going to have to agree with Golf Hawk on the Kansas City falling off this year. They're not going to fall off. Everybody's going to flip squad. Plus, on top of it, Patrick Mahomes is too worried about his idiot little brother fucking. No, you're worried about his idiot little brother. His little brother going to be fine. You realize Nick Chubb single-handedly had more yards than three running backs in Kansas City combined and more touchdowns. And didn't do shit in the postseason with it. Anything about the postseason? If you're bringing up those numbers, those numbers are supposed to carry you through the postseason. Those numbers are your stats for the season. I got that. Season's great. What are you going to do afterwards? Those numbers should carry you all the way to the end. They didn't. So if you have a running back that only has 100 yards rushing, but his team makes it to the Super Bowl, you're going to say that running back is better than Nick Chubb or Dan. Say that. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> Nick, Chubb got, Nick Chubb got the ball more than they did. Yeah. There you go. You have a true starting running back. Okay. I mean, Jesus Christ, I can go look and look through it. I mean, I, I'd be willing to bet that fucking – your boy in Pittsburgh got more rushing yards than the three of them combined. We already know he did. I'm not talking shit about Pittsburgh. I'm trying to explain to Tony. <laughs> he only had a thousand rushing yards and seven touchdowns, so he didn't. But he got the ball. He got the ball. Yeah, he decided to show up. Oh, okay. He had. He got the ball. He really did. Yes, I showed up. I had a meeting to do. Ball like. 
Um. Isaiah, you talking about Isaiah Pacheco golf hawk? Yeah, he is a dog. Kansas City has put out some running backs even when they got traded to the other team. They just don't get the ball enough. I mean, he had a couple good games. I'm not saying that he – I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. Najee Harris? To a Najee Harris? No, no, Isaiah. Yeah, he had a couple of good games. He didn't have a lot. He had a couple of good games. I mean, he ain't nothing to fucking write home about. I mean, the cat didn't have a single 100-yard rushing game all season. <laughs> the closest he got was 95 yards, and that was against Jacksonville. That's- that's close enough. <laughs> I mean, my man only had five touchdowns for the whole fucking season. Yeah. What was the numbers? How many yards did he get all season? 830. That ain't bad. That ain't good. That ain't nothing wrong with it. The play not designed for you. The play ain't designed for you. Just got to take the field. You want to start. 2023 NFL running backs ranking. Oh, we're going to do this shit again. Let's see. You you always you always want to do this shit, but numbers don't lie, man. The numbers don't lie. All I said was Kansas City's not going to fall off. They spread the ball amongst everybody, and they keep fucking making it. No, you know they don't saying? spread the ball amongst everybody because those guys can't stay healthy. Why they're not healthy? That was the problem with the running backs last year. They couldn't stay healthy. Mm, okay. But you also have to remember. They had, they had, uh, let's see, let me see here. Give me uh, Kansas City Chiefs roster 2022. Shoot. Not 2023, you goofy bastards. You said 2022. I did say 2022. Yeah. Uh, Had help. In the receiving court, Juju was there last year. I mean, not that he—he's he, not a number one guy. Juju was always a number two, and he became number one. He didn't get those same numbers because he was primary receiver. That was in Pittsburgh, I believe. Then he went to Kansas City. I'm like, yeah, he gonna get a ring now. Last year, Marquez was there. Uh, Hardman was there. That was who I was thinking of, Nicole Harmon. Now, we talked about him, too. I don't know what the hell he's going to do wherever he goes. He's a bit of a sleeper pick to me. He, but he has, he, has to, he has to put some numbers up now. He was um, – And Golf Hawk, would you agree on that? Nicole Hardman, he's a bit of a sleeper pick. But I know that one game when he dropped the ball, it kind of broke his heart. I was like, yeah, he gone. Yeah, he he he's a good sleeper pick. He's kind of a he's kind of an underdog that people sleep on. So I mean, Kelsey had help around him to where they knew if if you jumped all over Travis Kelsey, that Juju was going to make a play. Cole, uh, you know, Hardman was going to make a play. Any of them? I dare say any of them. I dare say any of them. Where now they don't have that. Well, look at your roster again. And I say it like that on purpose because you're talking about one player on the offense when they've got six, seven weapons at any given time, which is dangerous. But who? 
everybody else. That's how Kansas City's offense is designed. If you get one person, you got to get the rest of them too. That's why the defense has to be so spread against them. Anybody on that team catch that ball. Anybody on the team will win the damn ball. Now that's that that is that has been proven to be able to 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 step up and and, and be that player to count on outside of Travis Kelsey. Yes, which is what they all try to do. The two biggest offensive threats in Kansas City right now are Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Golf Hall, I'll make a deal with you. You can have him. You can have him. You can have him. For instance, you know, just, just off top off top of my head, Miami. Tua, offensive threats. They got Tua, they got Waddle, they got Tyreek Hill, and they got Moser. That's just off top of my head. Yes. That's four threats. You know, um, your Jets, Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, even though I, I joked about Randall Cobb and, and Alan Lazard being older. If they're 100%, it's a problem. I agree. Who was not bad last season. And who? another cat, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson wasn't bad. You know who the sleeper is? The the, the wide receiver that didn't get the ball. You're going to make me pull up the goddamn You guys got that other cat. He's going into his fifth or sixth season. And then, you know, that damn, we talked about your running back. Uh, Saturday night. When that cat went off several games. To my Michael Carter? Yeah. Yeah, but he got hurt. He had an ankle injury. That's why I'm kind of skeptical on him this season. He had an ankle injury. He's not 100%. I'm going to draft Bo Jackson and OJ Simpson. Yeah, you stay home. <laughs> Corey Davis is the wide receiver I'm going to be watching. Yeah, Corey Davis. Um... Not Bruce. What's the other running back's name? Miko Hardman went to the Jets. Oh my God. Oh, he's with you guys? He's with the Jets, yes. Oh, Zonovan Knight is the running back I'm going to watch. Who? Zonovan Knight. He's the other running back for the Jets that didn't get the ball enough, in my opinion. He hasn't broke out yet. See, they got a lot of players that haven't broke out yet. But you you talk about not getting the ball, not getting the ball, not getting the ball. There's a reason that they're not getting the ball, though. Yeah, there's a reason I agree. That's like Anthony Schwartz for Cleveland. That cat, that cat is faster than Tyreek Hill. Garrett Wilson should break out this season. I'm not sure if he will. But but unfortunately, and there were several times where you'd see him down the field wide open, but the kid's got stone hands, man. They got Amari Cooper and D, DPJ in Cleveland. You can put six guys on them. Them sons of bitches are still catching the fucking ball. Golf Hawk remind me too. You can have Pacheco. Anthony Schwartz. You can, have, you can have him. You keep him. I to, I told y'all. I want Najee Harris. I want C.D. Lamb. I'll work out the rest afterwards. Those are my rookies. I told you when I make a team, I know who I want. I just know who I want on my squad. Y'all can run all that other shit all you want. You know the good thing about having such a shitty season last year. You get the first pick? Uh, no, golf. Uh, uh, smoke was worse than I was. Way worse than I was. This motherfucker said, don't worry, I'm the champ for a reason. And I'll actually draft my team this year. Like I said, I'm coming for blood this season. So, y'all fuckers want to put money on, put money down. I don't care. I'm coming for blood. I'm not even worried about the money. I just want to see who wins the end of the season. <laughs> I'm looking to see who's going to win at the end of the season. I'm coming for blood. 
Nancy gifted me with a nice present, helped me get a couple wins. Thank you, Miss Nancy. Nancy said she wasn't going to play this season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nancy didn't want Jalen Hurts, and he was dope. I think I, t- I thought I took Jalen Hurts. It might not have been in my league. I had, I don't remember who quarterback. I thought I, I had Jalen Hurts. Because I, I was going to draft him in the first place. I'm damn sure one. I damn sure wanted Deshaun Watson. I damn sure wanted to quarterback. Huh? I'm taking D. Watson this year. Oh, you going to take him? Okay. No, I'm not going to take him with my number two pick. You're out your fucking mind. I already know who I want. I wanted D. Watson. D. Watson will be my quarterback this season. He's supposed to be my quarterback this season. Oh, one or two people I want with my very first pick. And if I and I'm hoping I get the one because. If I get the one that I want, I'll just build around that motherfucker. Go ahead. That's what I, need to, I need to find a league where you can pick who you want to pick, regardless of when they drafted or not. And everybody goes up against those teams. I gotta find I gotta find a league that does that. DraftKings. But is it for the whole season? No, you pick every week. No, I know. I played DraftKings. You gotta do it with a budget. I'm talking about a fantasy style. Just pick your squad regardless and just see how the season winds up between everybody. Uh, oh, even so, like, like even if somebody, even if somebody picked up Joe Burrow, you can I could still, still get him too. Yes, I don't know if they do anything like that, but hey, that would be pretty cool, though. But yeah, you, that's what I want to do. That's what I want. I, I really want to find one that does it like that. No, I, I don't think it would work out because everybody would have the same exact fucking players every week. I'm not going to have the same players you fucking are going to have. No, because you're going to pick all Jets and fucking Najee Harris. I'm starting with Najee Harris. You got damn right. That's my running back. You, 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 I, I can't. You know what? I can't even be mad at you. You ride or die with that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I know what I want. I want Rob, Najee Harris a running back. I want Ceedee Lamb a receiver. I want Deshaun Watson a quarterback. I want Kelsey a tight end. I'm starting like that. I got to figure out what defense I want. That's a hard question for me right now. Tight, tight end. The tight end choice is. is, is Kelsey Kittle Andrews. That's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and and you know all three of them are going to perform, but you know all three of them could have an off day. Kelsey don't have no off days. <laughs> no, neither does Kittle. Kittle has injuries. Last season he wasn't hurt. Before that he was hurt half the season for four seasons. And Mark Andrews, the only thing that saves Mark Andrews is the fact that he gets a lot of touchdowns. He doesn't put up a lot of yards per game. Najee Harris and Tony Pollard are running backs. CeeDee Lamb. Actually, I'm kind of curious now. I might have to eat my words about Mark Andrews. I got to find two other wide receivers, which shouldn't be hard. I am kind of curious. Cause y'all gonna make me start my fucking roster up now. Then we're gonna get to the draft. When y'all gonna fuck with me and you're gonna piss me off. I don't like telling y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> Mark Andrews averages about 56 yards a game. Kelsey was double digits every game, I think, last season. Mark Andrews had uh, 847 yards last year, five touchdowns. Um, what did I say Kelsey had 13 something? Kelsey had 13.38 with 12 touchdowns. And 
Oh, I know you guys are on the West Coast. Where you at? Where are you some of my, 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 my bitches at? And what'd my man Kittle do? And Kittle, he, he averaged 51 yards a game. He had 765 yards, but he had 11 touchdowns. Yep. That's why he was double digits. 50, 50 yards a game and a touchdown. 10 points. Right there he is. That's my point machine right there. Point machine. Damian Pierce, Houston, Texas. Take him. You can have him. Take him. Deal. <laughs> Deal. You can have him. I'll take that Brian, Brian might have something to say about that, but you can have him. Uh, yeah, I know. Fucking Brian Homer McGee over here. I don't blame him. Tell everybody every year the number one fatal flaw in fantasy football is Homer. That's me. Taking too many players from their favorite team. That's me. That's why I did my, one season. I picked the whole Jets roster. Mm-hmm. The whole, I think it was on 2009, 2010 season. I did that shit. One of my homies said, You got the whole damn team. I said, Yep. Yeah. yeah no, I think I, that's the year Brett Favre was there. There's a couple guys that I wouldn't mind having from Cleveland. You got a bunch of players people should want, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to. You know, I don't want to fill my roster because that's the other problem you run into when you when you're a homer and you pick from your favorite team. That bye week kills you. It's only one week. If your team's good enough, that one week ain't going to hurt. But like your schedule, and you know, we all agree the Jets have a tough schedule. That is a fucked up ass. <laughs> man, you gotta look at matchups. See, that's what happened in my league. In my in my league last year, we had a bunch of guys, and I told them at the start of draft, I said, <coughs> "Make sure you're paying attention to them bye weeks. The bye weeks are gonna bite you in the ass." Yeah, they do bite you in the ass. Now sometimes you can't do nothing about it when somebody takes your play and you start going through the scraps like a the round. And I was told, "I know how to draft a team." Yeah. And then bye week would hit, and they would half of their roster was on a fucking bye week. Bitch. Well, I don't know what to do. I can't even feel the team. Well, I told you. Because they don't want to drop nobody. That's why. (laughs) Yes, is only won two games all season. You have to drop somebody. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a little bit more deliberate when I draft. It's not so much the big names because, yeah, obviously those big names are going to bring you a lot of points, but if you're not looking at the matchups and you're not looking at the bye weeks, I mean, it, you know, it'll come back and bite you in the dick right now. Bye weeks get you all the time and, God forbid, injuries are going to kill you. Well, yeah, injuries, you know, you can't... I try to pick against injuries. I told them that They said, it's kind of interesting. I said, I know. But if I haven't learned nothing, you can pick them favorites. They out for a fucking season. I gave you John Morant last season. I gave you the season Michael Vick went down. I give you the season Brady went down. Those are three seasons off the goddamn rip. And y'all know that Maddie Chris was for real back then. We just know if it's for real anymore. My my first my first season with my second league. There was a guy that was in our league. He had Barkley and Taylor, and both of them went out at the beginning of the season. Saquon Barkley and Taylor, 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 Taylor. 
Taylor. Taylor who? Who? Jonathan Taylor. Running back. Well, yeah, Barkley would not be and everybody like, why don't you take us? I'm not taking us. I've never I have not picked Saquon Barkley yet on purpose. Yeah, and then he had a wide receiver, and I think his quarterback, all in a matter of like two weeks, three weeks, he lost four players, five four or five players. That shit happens. And you know what? People quit. People quit after that second week. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, you I quit. The season's over. It's the second fucking week. Your season's over already. What are you doing? I, I can't even be mad at him. He was a dog, and he stayed in it, boy. He stayed in it, and he fought. Somehow managed to limp into the playoffs. What about Jalen Hurts? Oh, yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to be there. The yeah. Eagles are going to go. Yeah, guys started coming back late in the season. He started picking up wins, but he did not give up. Jalen Hurts was going. That was a given. So, but yeah, you can't you can't prepare for injuries because, I mean, e- even 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 cats that are that are um, not necessarily injury prone, or you get these guys like like Christian McCaffrey, who is injury prone, but last season he stayed healthy all season. They let his ass recover properly, and they and made sure he was gonna stick around for the postseason. Just a monster in San Francisco. I mean, he was a monster in Carolina. Then he went to San Francisco and really blew up. He didn't blow up for real. He, they kind of let him chill. Mm-hmm. They kind of let him chill. He was home. I, I felt good for McCaffrey because he was home. Running back, wide receiver, quarterback. He was doing it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was he. He had he had that one. That one. What baby? Huh? Oh. He had that one game last season where he threw a touchdown, rushed for a touchdown, and. Caught a uh, receiving touchdown. And I loved it that game, man. My man put up like 50 goddamn points. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Go ahead, Christian. I see you. I'll never forget that game. Alvin Kamara has six fucking touchdowns. Yeah, that was crazy. That was bananas. But you All have right. that are consistently going to give you double-digit points in every game. Um, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. Your boy Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Chubb. Um, Adam Thielen did it for me one season. He was a motherfucking monster. For for quite a for quite a while. Um uh oh, what's his name? Uh that running back that was up in Detroit and then he was down in Atlanta last year. Um not Jamal Williams. No, Jamal, no, not Jamal Williams. Now he's a monster too. When Jamal and Aaron and, 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 and Aaron were in Green Bay together, I had both of them cats on my on my team. Right. And I and I I put one at running back two and one in flex. Because both of them cats were putting up double digits consistently. You talking about um Al, no not Algier. Our single white side? No, what the hell is his name? No, what's his name? Running back, running back, running back. I don't know where he's at now. I don't think he's still in Atlanta. Where are those? Caleb Huntley? No. I don't think he's. No, he's not in Atlanta anymore. Cordero Patterson. He was with the Bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that man is a monster. I have to. I, I got to have him. Yeah, he's a monster. I got to have him. I, I, you got two positions on offense. I want you on my squad. Okay. 
their leashes off the door? Yeah, that's right. But they came with the doors and took all the stuff off the doors. <laughs> it is. I just kind of peeked over the corner to see maybe, but it's just taking it in. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be free, and it's fucking July. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, I had to turn the fan off. Oh. Can you bring me a beer, please? Uh, DeAndre Swift is who I was thinking of, Tony. He's in Atlanta now? I don't know where he's at. I thought he went to the Eagles. Uh, maybe he did. I he think he went to the Eagles. We talked about that. Lions. Uh, DeAndre Swift running back. Oh, he is with the Eagles. Now he is. Um, yeah, the Georgia, of course, he's a monster. He's out of fucking Georgia. <laughs> Who's that? You. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, professional career. Da, 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 da. Lions. In the e okay. Uh, All of y'all with an Apple product upload on download your update, please get to work. He's a monster too. Him and Cordell Patterson. Beyond just with his beast, yeah. He's 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 Jamal a problem. Williams, monster too. Who? Jamal Williams. Oh, that's a damn loop. He God damn it. Yeah, he's in New Orleans now. Who? Cool. Jamal Williams? That's 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 dangerous. D Hop. I don't know where D Hop's going. I, I don't know where D Hop's going. I'm not gonna lie to you. What's happening? I saw something on him going to the Titans. I, I dude, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm 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 kind of shook. I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, how the hell? How the hell does D Hop and Dalvin Cook not have a home yet? How the hell does Zeke not have a home yet? How the hell, man? What the hell? Y'all made money. Y'all made your money. You got to go somewhere where you're going to win. You got to go somewhere somebody's going to pay you, especially when you're worth it. You got to know your worth. You ain't, You might not get big money right now. Go put your fucking work in. And one of these days. They put their work in. They want their money. Yeah. D-Hop, you made enough money, son. Go win a championship. Go win a goddamn championship. I'm just saying. I just told you. Your boy wants you. <laughs> I just told you. They want their money's worth, and I don't blame them. Nobody going to take care of you but you. Mm -hmm. Go win the championship, damn it. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we this is how this whole football conversation started. At the end of the day... All that work you put in don't mean shit unless you win a championship. That ain't true because there's more money. There's more money during the well. No, I ain't gonna say there's more money during the season, but for you and I, it, it don't mean shit to us. We're looking at numbers, Tony D. We're looking at what you do. D Hop, I, you know the Bears are becoming more and more dangerous. As Luke said that he said that about a month or two ago. As what the fuck? 
as the Minnesota Vikings and Green Bay Packers self-employed. But with that being said, mm. Detroit is not to be slept on either in that division. They proved that last year. No, they're not. And, and we kind of broke it down in and, and, and the aspect as if Dalvin Cook and, and, and D-Hop were to go somewhere together. And we broke it down, and both Tony D and I said that Detroit or Chicago – would be a nasty landing spot if those two wanted to go somewhere together. Thick landing spot. And, and you know, as much as I want to, because he's an Ohio State quarterback, I can't shit on Justin Fields. My man was looking real good last season. Justin Fields, I agree. And, and OSU quarterbacks don't do well in the NFL, but my man was looking good last year. I mean, you can't – you can shit on that team – but you can't shit on Fields. Fields was doing his damn thing last year. He was doing everything to help the Bears win. And them motherfuckers couldn't get out of their own way. With their, what, three games or four wins or whatever. And he was a goddamn walking highlight reel all last season. Yeah, he was. So, you know, get the right people into, into the right positions and, and you know, I, as a fan, I want to say Cleveland is a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, from the numbers, from the numbers, you could say that. As a Cleveland Browns fan, but did you do that? Oh, as a football fan, I know Cleveland has a tendency to fuck up a wet dream. So, (laughs) a fucking understatement. (laughs) Well, it's. (laughs) <laughs> These motherfuckers could go zero and seventeen next year. It would not surprise me one bit. I'd be like, yeah, that's Cleveland. You got, you got a fucking elite defensive line right now that should just be eating quarterbacks for lunch every Sunday. I mean, you got a you got a, a defensive line that is made up of guys who are double digit sacks every year. Yeah. So. You could put the steel. You could put the fucking Dallas Cowboys of the '90s offensive line in front of them, and they should blow them up. Pretty much on paper, but <laughs> tis Cleveland, and as we say in Cleveland, there's always next year. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this this NFL season. There's a lot of there was a lot of big names that that got shuffled around this year. There's a lot of cats that are going into some positions like Baker Mayfield down in Tampa Bay. I mean... I don't know what he's going to do down there. I really don't. Dude, if you don't excel down there, man, I don't know what to tell you, Bake. Because you got receivers for days. You've got an offensive line. I don't know what to tell him down there. You got Chris Evans and um, um, shit. What's his goddamn name? Mike Evans, not Chris Evans. Uh, Godwin and Evans. I think Scotty Miller's still there. Which, I mean, 
he showed up and showed out. Tom Brady was like, here you go. Here you go, Scotty. Make you a household yes, he did. yes, he did. What do they got? Do you need, Daniel. All you got to do is make it work. I mean, they got Rashid White and Chase Edmonds at running back. Granted, last year Chase Edmonds was kind of buried in Denver's clusterfuck of running backs. Denver was a clusterfuck in its entirety. Denver's still a clusterfuck in its entirety. We got to see it. Um, <laughs> I'm just, Rashad, yeah. We got to see it. They were. Fucking Denver, man. <laughs> I mean, your, your wide receiver one, two, and three is Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Russell Cage. We got to see it. Fucking Denver, man. <laughs> got to see it. What's that? We got to see it. Denver's looking like a clusterfuck. It really is. I mean, you got Russ out there. And Russ in 100%. Yeah, you, you mean, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutlin at wide receiver. They got a team. It's a clusterfuck. Running backs are Sam and Jay Perrine and, 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 uh, and Javante Williams. Who the fuck is Javante Williams? I have no idea. He's in his corner. Browns was making it to the AFC Championship. Yep. Just like all the previous seasons. Well, I, I said it. I said it. All the money they gave Deshaun Watson, all that guaranteed money, it's Super Bowl or bust for me. You guaranteed that man all that goddamn money. You got weapons around him. You got weapons for days around that man. If it ain't a Super Bowl, you don't even have to win the Super Bowl. You just got to go. If not, no, he got to win. He got to win, too. Fucking bust on that Deshaun Watson deal. He got to win, too. Yeah, yeah. Dedicate the season to Jim Brown. Put it on for the city. Goddamn right. And I'm hoping to be at like two games this year. I'm definitely going to week two. Uh, Monday night in Pittsburgh. Nikki and I are going. Word. Monday night football in Pittsburgh. Word. And then I might be going to week six. Yeah, week six. Cleveland and San Francisco. In San Francisco? Yes, Tony. I'm going all the way out to San Francisco. No, it's in Cleveland. My uh, one of my best friends up here. He's a big 49ers fan. So two was niggas. Two was whole spine is suspect. I'm not even dissing him. I'm not even dissing him. He is just dude. Come on, B. Take it easy out there. Take it easy. Hey, man. I go fuck. I don't know how many times I've said it. I've said it a million fucking times. Emmett Smith. I can't. You can't shit on him for the numbers he put up. You can't shit on him for his career. 
but he got exposed when he went to Arizona because he was not as great as running back as everybody played him. He out. wasn't the greatest running back before he went to Arizona. His last season or two? It was that damn offensive line that made Emmett as good as he was because without that line, Emmett Smith is basically Najee Harris. It's time to end the show. It's time to end the show because you fucking around now. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I will, I will die on that hill. I, I'm not a big Emmett fan, uh, Emmett Smith fan. I, I don't think he was ever as good as he was made out to be. You bugging? And neither was Troy Aikman. That offensive line really does not get the credit that they deserve for for what they did for that team. Yes, they did. They, they, they did. And I'll tell you, as somebody who watched a lot of their games when we was in college, mm-hmm. we watched a lot of those Dallas games. They talked about that line big time. They talked about all of them men were 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, I remember watching a lot of those Dallas games and and whatnot. And, and I was still learning the game back then. Hell, I was a young, I was a youngin'. I was just a pup. I was still learning the game. But as I got older, and looking back on it, I'm like, man, that team really wasn't shit. It was that offensive line. That offensive Everybody line. Everybody knew that, Everybody knew that. He was a line. Michael Irvins is my, my guy. He was a dog. That man was a monster. I don't give a fuck what you say. Offensive line, no offensive line. Michael Irvin was a monster. Yes, he, he was. Any team and he would have been a monster. Yes, he was. But I mean, you you want to talk about talent, and this is why this is why I said golf hawk. It's Super Bowl or bust for me with Deshaun Watson. You got all that hype behind Deshaun Watson, and in 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 every game last year when he came back from his suspension, he started looking better and better and better and better and better. But you got one of the top running backs in the league, one of the top three running backs in the league, and Nick Chubb in the backfield. You got Amari Cooper. And and um, uh, what the fuck? Why is he not showing up? Well, he ain't showing up on the fucking roster, but that's kind of weird. Who is it? Donovan Peoples-Jones. I forgot where he went. He didn't go anywhere. They've got him listed on special teams. He's a wide receiver, too. Special teams. Amari Cooper, obviously wide receiver one. DPJ is wide receiver two. Wide receiver three is Elijah Moore. Then you got Marquise Goodwin. David Bell was a rookie last year. He showed some. Meh. And, 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 and like I said, if, if Anthony Schwartz can get rid of his goddamn stone hands, the man would be a monster. But either way, he got weapons in wide receivers. You got a top tight end in, in Cleveland and uh, and David Njoku and Harrison Bryant. Was a monster. 
Oh, we've got Jordan Atkins from Houston. Interesting. So I mean, they got they got weapons for days, and they've got a, they've got a top tier offensive line. That's mm-hmm. why I said Super Bowl or bust. And then they spent this entire offseason beefing up the defense. I mean, you 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 put a monster defensive line up there. You you beefed up the secondary. You brought in some talent. It's Super Bowl or bust at this point for me. I'm sorry. And that's just me as a fan. Pretty me much. As, me as speaking as a football fan, playoffs, a couple playoff wins, maybe losing the AFC championship game. Don't hate Harris. Emmett was a flake. Emmett was a fucking snowflake. No, he wasn't. All right, I'm calling it a night. Motherfucker comes in an hour and a half late and then leaves 10 minutes early. These motherfuckers got work to do and other shit to do, but sit up here all day like I've been doing for the past year and being unappreciated for it, but I've already done it and I still make time to be here, so you're welcome. You kind of make time to be here. You're welcome. <laughs> but you don't get up as early as I do. <laughs> and? And you're an hour behind. Not an hour behind. What time is it there? It's about to be 10 o'clock. First and foremost, if mm-hmm. anything, you would be an hour behind. Do you not know how time zones work? Virtual Central. No, I'm in Ohio. I'm Is an Ohio time zone split? No. I don't know. I've never been up there. Larry Allen. Yeah, he was a dog guard, that motherfucker. <laughs> no, no. Ohio's not, not even remotely close to being split. I don't think the time changes until you get to, like, fucking Wisconsin or Iowa or some shit like two states away. No. Y'all supposed to be central. Uh, been here my whole life, and we've always been eastern. Well, you was in South Carolina for a while. Stop lying. Uh, so, for the 10 years I was in South Carolina, they changed it to central, and then when I came back, they're like, oh, shit, we got to go back to... No, Indiana, you're right. Y'all in Indiana, same time zone. That fucking line, crooked as shit. I don't know. I mean, that's like... Down there where you, where you're at, Tennessee, I think is split. Tennessee is split, yes. Yeah, over there by the Alabama line. Yeah. No, I'm Eastern. Jeff, Central Time, half the year. Which I didn't realize that about him either. Yeah, like half a year, Jeff's on Central Time. When we spring forward, I asked him this Saturday night. I can't remember. No, no, no. Yeah, when we fall back for the for the whatever the hell you want to call it, I think he stays the same, doesn't he? What's that? I think he stays the same. No, when we fall back. He is an hour behind us. When we spring forward, we're on the same time as Jeff. So right now, he's on the same. He's the same time as us because they don't have daylight saving time in Mexico. And I think some states have done away with daylight saving time as well. Yeah, Arizona, Nevada, I think they did. But anyway, 
Enjoy yourself. Keep yapping. I'm going to bed. Y'all jokers behave. See y'all on Wednesday night. As I got a long day Wednesday, I'm not going to lie because I got I got an appointment right after work, and I got. I got two appointments at the work, so I might not make it Wednesday night. I might be beat. I might be beat. Wednesday, too. With YouTube, with him chasing that guy's show video. Yeah, I remember that Larry Allen. He was chasing that dude. And Anyway. Uh, all y'all up in here, mother had your mother made your mother. Fuck you, all that good stuff. Glick, you go to hell. Hey, first, congratulations on the engagement and all that good shit. Fuck you, Tony. Go to hell. Holla at y'all later. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Um. Yeah, there's a lot of these big motherfuckers that should not be as athletic as they are. I watched fucking DK Metcalf and Miles Garrett and Derrick Henry and cats like that. They shouldn't be able to do the things that they that they fucking do, but they do. What are you gonna do? Anywho, I was on a lot of football talk. <laughs> I was a lot of football talk. That if Tony would do his regularly scheduled football show <laughs> we could have oh no i remember i remember seeing larry allen play he's a fucking well I, I can't pull shit up like jeff and tony does i don't know how they do that i i can't do it I, I, i'll be the first one to tell you <laughs> um i mean i can find it and have it ready for wednesday and i can show it on wednesday <laughs> But other than <clears throat> yeah, that was a lot of football talk. If Tony would just do his football show, we could have a hell of a football show in the off season. Well, we're not rushed to try to end the show before the games and trying to end the show enough time to, if we haven't already done it prior to, set up our lineups and stuff like that. Tony could have a hell of a football show during the offseason. And I told him that even during the offseason because you don't have to talk about – we can talk anything football. But anywho, I'm going to wrap this monster up. I got to piss like a motherfucker. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all hanging out. Tune in Wednesday night for a brand new – episode of nonsensical nonsense 7 p.m eastern time on youtube and twitch go ahead and check out all them social medias facebook instagram twitter and tiktok and you can listen to us on spotify and everywhere you listen to podcasts at all at nonsensical nonsense podcast give us a follow give us a like give us a listen and if you'd be so kind give us a share with that being said go ahead and drop this for our What's going on everybody, it's your boy Glick And it's summertime, which means it's festival season And we're all gearing up to see some of our favorite bands Hear some of our favorite songs, party all night long And probably drink way more than we should in these hot, hot temperatures And we might forget how essential it is to stay hydrated But don't you worry, Liquid IV has you covered Did you know it's just one stick of Liquid IV And 16 ounces of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone and three times faster than these sports drinks that we all know and love so go grab you some maybe some of your favorite flavors like mine tropical punch watermelon strawberry and passion fruit go ahead and head over to liquidiv.com 
Use our promo code words are hard and get 20% off of everything you order. Have you used our promo code? What the fuck are you waiting for? Broccoli Studios. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock. Oh, right. That's right. Oh, it's tricky. It's the title. Which way to rock around, to rock around? That's right. On time is tricky. Which way to rock around, to rock around? To rock around? That's right. On time is tricky.
买三个啦。Our boy Leo from Leapfrog Studios. Go ahead and check him out on YouTube at Leapfrog Studio. Does some badass fucking covers, as you guys have heard here on the show. Golf Hawk, to answer your question, uh, about a month and a half ish. About a, yeah, about a month, month, about a month and a half, maybe, maybe not quite two, not quite two months. Cause uh, I got it, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, probably about a month and a half. Cause I, I, I also ordered her six month um, anniversary at the same time I, I ordered the ring. So, so about a month and a half. And I kept that bitch head. <laughs> You can't see it, nee 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 boo-boo. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but anywho, appreciate y'all listening, as always. Appreciate y'all hanging out. Hopefully you enjoyed the show tonight. Got a little long-winded with the football conversation, and I do apologize. It's not a sports show. But we do get a little bit long-winded when it comes to football conversation. A little bit argumentative from time to time, if you will. (laughs) We'll see you Wednesday night with a brand new episode. Go ahead and make sure you head over to liquidiv.com. Use our promo code WORDSAREHARD. Get 20% off of your entire order on all your hydration needs. Stay hydrated, you sons of bitches. Fuck is wrong with you? God damn it. With that being said, be good. <laughs> we'll be good at it. Goodbye, motherfuckers. Hit the button. Hit the button.